Hey, Derek. Is there really anything better than a bowl of cereal? Uh, the answer is yes. Of course there is. Uh, but I do love a good bowl of cereal. I think <clears throat> it is beyond time, okay, that we do our cereal tier list. Okay, yeah. So similar last, to kind of the thing we did last week. Yeah, we did that with superhero movies. Yeah, uh, I don't remember video one. games or I don't know vice versa. One. Oh, you we know, did more. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not a win or a <laughs> loss. Like it's a tier list. Sorry. Okay, I don't Here's remember what the S tier list was. I want to say it was Mortal Kombat. I th- I think that you yeah Mortal Kombat I think was up there, and then you had like Detective Pikachu, it, yeah, Mario Pikachu Brothers, and, uh, Sonic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it was a good good time. But I think we can bring more people into the fold here with cereals because there's a lot of there's a lot of people eating cereal compared All to right. people watching All Super right. Mario Bros. Okay. Right. Okay. Sure. So you know, you got you got your tier list up. I do. Yeah. This one's pretty basic. Am S-tier. I moving this? Or am I? Is it going to move as yeah, you? Yeah, we're move doing. It? No, we're doing okay, it together. We're doing it you together. got you got to do yours. I do mine. Okay. All right. All right. You know that that okay. whole thing. Sure. We got the S tier. We got the A tier, B, C, and D tier. And here are the contestants. Okay. We got Raisin Bran. We got Cocoa Pebbles. They have Cocoa Pebbles and Fruity Pebbles together. Not sure how I feel about De- that. But dealer's choice on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got the OG Captain Crunch, Cinnamon no, Toast Crunch, no berries, no berry crunch in here. Although I got berry crunch in the cabinet, so I'm a little because no no mortal man eats just Captain Crunch. <laughs> they eat it. With I mean, berries. unless you got a unless you got the top of your the the roof of the roof your, your mouth, mouth made of steel. Okay. <laughs> All right, you know the deal. You know the deal. Right. Okay, we all been there as kids. We got Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We got Cocoa Puffs. We got Cocoa Krispies, right? Uh, Corn Flakes, Crackling Oat Brand, sleeper contestant on there. Frosted Flakes, Reese's Puffs, Kicks. God, I remember Kicks. Fruit Loops, sure. Lucky Charms, Frosted Mini Wheats, Honey Nut Cheerios, Special K, OG Cheerios, Rice Krispies. I don't know what Snacks is. And then you got Honey Smacks. And tricks. Okay, so we got a wide assortment. We, you know, we don't have everything, but okay. these these are the top contenders. Okay. Okay. So let's just start right here at the top. Raisin Bran. Where are we putting it? Uh, I mean, for me, Raisin Bran's definitely close to the like maybe to me. Raisin Bran's a D. <laughs> I don't like I don't like Raisin Bran. I think it's a bad cereal. I like raisins I, though. I agree with you. So I'm gonna go with Raisin Bran down in the D category. Okay. Um, you know, I could eat some Raisin Bran, sure. but I'm not gonna be happy about it. <laughs> okay. You know. All right. Uh, how about fruity pebbles and or and or cocoa pebbles? Oh, I, so I gotta go cocoa on this, right? See, and I go. I'm a, no no surprise to anybody. I'm a fruit man. Uh, like I love pebs. love a fruity peb over a cocoa peb all day. Yeah, but okay. So we definitely better than raisin bran. I mean, this is probably a B tier cereal for me. It Are you be, reaching for this at the store? That like I I don't I don't eat a lot of breakfast food or cereal anymore. But like. Fruity Pebbles was the jam, you know what I mean? But I would get the Malto meal because we were poor, so I get like the big bag of like fake sure. Fruity Pebbles, you know. Sometimes that's better, to be honest. Poverty with kids, but yeah, I mean, this is this is a B tier cereal. It might even be an A tier cereal once we get down to it, but it's at least right now B. a B tier cereal. Okay, Captain Crunch. Straight you up, know, Captain. You know Crunch. where Captain Crunch, which starts with two different C's, belongs. In the seas. <laughs> in the sea yeah, category. Exactly right, yeah. Regular ass Captain Crunch, fine. 
you know, a, a similar to like a King vitamin, um, yep. but just not, I mean, without the berries, man, you're, you're dropping not. all of the poverty names. Cap <laughs> Malto <laughs> meal for the fruits, fruity pebs, yeah. and you got yeah. King vitamin King for the King Captain vitamin. Crunch. Yeah. yeah. You're living on a budget there, bud. <laughs> there wasn't yeah, a budget of zero. <laughs> the government cheese budget, yeah, bud. Yeah. Your budget was however much it costs to print a wick check. <laughs> What, back in the day when it was absolute food stamps were literal dollars. Like it was just a thing yeah. you ripped out of the, yeah. Anyway. True. Uh, all right. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, fire I mean, cereal. There's, there's nothing better than Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It is the best cereal on this list. Uh, it's it's going to go up in the S category for now. Yeah. You know, we'll see where the contention lies. Cause I think there's a couple, there's a couple, whew, there's a couple kite flyers up in this list. Okay. They fly high. That's you know the what I'm saying? weirdest thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> How about Cocoa Puffs? You a big Cocoa Puff fella? Um, Cocoa also starts with a, the letter it belongs in. Uh, this is a C tier cereal for me. Um, I'm gonna the- I'm gonna agree because if you're going for a chocolate cereal, this ain't this ain't it, Jack. Here's here's the thing. Here's where here's where I'm at. Here's the discernment. If I were to eat a chocolate cereal, it would be Cocoa Pebbles because okay. I think the size and, and shape and like the density of what a cocoa pebble does in the milk is better than what a cocoa puff does in the milk. You know what I mean? Right. And cocoa pebbles with that fruity pebbles above cocoa puffs right now, cocoa puffs, C category. C category. How about, how about cocoa C crispies? Um, I'm not, I'm not much of a rice crispy fan. So this also belongs in the C category for me. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't feel that strongly to advocate for it. So, Cocos, all the cocos right now. So far, yeah. How about <laughs> the cocoa nuts? You know, what I mean? <clears throat> hey, there you go. We'll we'll rank her one day. How about the uh, cornflakes? I mean, plain ass cornflakes. Plain ass cornflakes. I mean, this right is like down. this is like what your dad used to eat. You know, this is going deal. right down in the D category, right? Like I just, it, there's just I almost want to add a failure category <laughs> for something like cornflakes. You know, sure, yeah. Well, you gotta you gotta pay a little homage to the cornflakes though, because without the cornflakes, there are several other cereals cereals Absolutely. that just don't exist, right? Absolutely. So, how about uh, crackling oat bran? Now, be I'm, careful here. Okay, <laughs> I want you to consider this for a second. Uh huh. I've considered it right next to the cornflakes. <laughs> no shot. <laughs> no shot. I. Terrible you know what? Cereal. You got your own screen for a reason. This uh-huh. this right here, crackling oat bran. That's an a. That's an a level. Cereal you're, right there, bud. Now, now I know you're the kite flyer. No, <laughs> crackling oat bread is uh, dry cereal too. Might might be an S tier if we're doing dry cereal. Wow. You just grab a handful of that and pop it in your mouth. You know, not a chance. Yeah, that's an A. That's an A lister no. for me. No. B- big, big heavy hitter here. Big dick swinging Tony the Tiger with the it's great frosted flakes. Tony the Tiger uh, is definitely an. I'm going to go with an A tier cereal here, and I'll tell you why. It's got a great marketing campaign. The cereal is pretty goddamn good, and just like it's it's like grabbing a can of Coke. You know what I mean? It's just a classic. Yeah, you know what's better than a can of Coke? Actual Coke. And that is, I'm pretty sure, what they put on <laughs> Frosted Flakes. Yeah. This, this is an S tier, baby. I got, uh, I got, the, way, the, big, no. I got oh. the big industrial brand up in the cabinet, right? Like the yeah. big industrial bag of this up in the cabinet right now. Frosted Spoil- Flakes is just the one. Spoilers for the next 12 cereals. There's not going to be any more S tier cereals on this list. I'm just-, I'm just letting you know, too. Tony, like the amount of, if I had a nickel for every time I heard Tony Tiger, man, you know. I'd, I'd be able to afford to stream I'm, again. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how rich I'd be. All right, keep going. Reese's Puffs. I feel like we're about to have a contentious moment here. 
Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me to? I usually uh, stir the pot pretty good, so I mean, you let me know. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. So this is a C cereal. Okay. Where do you, where do you think I'm going to put it that, Tony? I imagined you were going to say like probably A or B. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know if I, you're a peanut butter guy, actually. I mean, the peanut butter beer thing, but that's not really peanut butter. Correct. Uh, I'll be completely honest with you, Tony. Reese's Puffs is the absolute worst cereal on this list. It is a D-tier cereal. Wow. I cannot stand peanut butter cereal. I think Reese's Puffs is a joke. Uh, I cannot stand the cereal. I never have. I love a Reese's, but yeah. I've hated Reese's Puffs since the inception of a Reese's Puff. Reese's Puffs to me trash cereal tastes a little bit too much like this next cereal, which is kicks. So I want to ask this question really quick because you mentioned it as we were coming up and you were doing the little list thing here and you're like, Oh man, I, I I remember fucking kicks, right? Okay. So let, let me just ask you a question. Why do you remember kicks so much? Kicks was the go-to daycare food. Was uh, is that what it was for you? Yeah, and I mean, okay. I was in I was in like one of those chain daycares. That sounds really bad when you say it like that, like chain daycare. <laughs> you guys, like, out of the, out I was the in I was in one of those like daycares. I forget even what it's called, but it was like there was like three or four of them around Des Moines. Sure. Right? Um, I mean, it was basically sex trafficking. We can just go with that. But uh, yeah. yeah, so Kicks was like the just the cheapest mass bulk you can buy to give these little fucking heathens in the morning, right? So. Yeah, I remember Kicks not okay. that fondly. So here's why I remember Kicks because they had commercials for Kicks cereal on all the fucking time. Sure. So for me, that's what it's lodged in my brain for. So I thought that you, I thought you and I were gonna have a moment there where like kid tested, mother approved was like the thing that we grew up hearing all the time. Mm, so my yeah. question to you is going to be, when do you think Kicks cereal was introduced? Because I personally thought the cereal was quite new. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. All these adults I remember at daycare would also eat it. So that it's got, it's got to be at least as old as them. I, I was what, like five or six back in the early nineties. And like, they, they were probably 20 or 30. So, you know, kick it back to the early seventies. Okay. Uh, kicks first introduced back in 1937. That cereal is 84. That's depression cereal, basically. <laughs> like, I would love okay. to go through this list and look at this. Um, at the dates for all these, I did also pull up Reese's Puffs. This cereal's for sure. Like it was born when we were born. You know what I mean? Which is why I have yeah. such a hatred for it. When That's, did uh, when, when did it get launched? Kicks uh, or uh, Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. I I feel like I remember that. So I want to say like 1995. You were very close, Tony. 1994. Okay. This is. Right. I feel like we're Rhett and Link. We need a shuffleboard. You know? Yeah, we do need a shuffleboard. That's pretty yeah. true. Uh, okay, kick cereal. Um, this is a C tier cereal for me. It's fine. I'm, I'm there. I've already got it in the C tier. Yeah. It's it's a yeah. fine cereal. Uh, Fruit Loops. Now, Fruit Loops for me is a cereal really? where I don't think that I could eat it a lot. Sure. But every like few months to a year, you get a bowl of Fruit Loops, and you're like, God damn, this is. This is Heaven. it, you know. Heaven. I can I tell you that what ruined it for Fruit Loops with me was it when they added marshmallows? Two two things. Okay, two things here that ruined it with Fruit Loops. One, my whole life I thought it was actually spelled F R U I T, right? You didn't it's def- it was definitely a not. O. It's a double O. Makes sense marketing wise, yeah. uh, but also every flavor is the same. Color doesn't matter. Yep. It's all just a flavored cereal. Yeah, that kind of that takes me out of it. You know what I mean? Kind of ruined it for you. Yeah. 
Okay. I, I'm throwing this in the B tier though. Gotta pay homage. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, Sam. I'm there with you on the on the B tier cereal. I don't it's not a cereal I like choose to go and find. Um yeah. but I, I look at that. I there's this cereal is kind of tied for th- in the same, at least in my memory. Like it's Fruit Loops, it's Lucky Charms and Tricks are like the cereals hmm. that are kind of in that same wavelength of my brain. And out of those three, Fruit Loops is like the best of those. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I like that line of thinking. Uh, moving right along here, we got another heavy hitter, Lucky Charms. This is, for me, I'm going to say A. I want to hear what your thoughts are. It's a C-tier cereal. I am not much for marshmallows in my cereal. Not not a fan. Do, now, are you the guy that likes to eat the, the, the regular cereal and then like save the marshmallows all for the end? No, I just didn't do marshmallow cereal. Like my brother, when we got the Malto meal cereal, I would get like the Fruity Pebbles or the Cocoa Pebbles. And then uh, he would get the Marshmallow Mateys or the, you know, lo- the yeah. cheap version of the Lucky Charms. Marshmallows and cereal uh, back in the, the daycare days, that was like that was like packs of smokes in prison. You know, like if you got a bowl of cereal and you weren't you weren't really about that. uh that marshmallow life, you could you could trade those, you know, scoop them out when they're when you're dry free, put the milk in, and you trade those off for other things. So yeah, I mean, marshmallows were like the the packs of smokes in prison for for the daycare kids. Now again, Lucky Charms, phenomenal marketing campaign. Like Heart, just stars, horseshoes, clovers, and balloons. Right, lots of golden rainbows and the red balloons. I, that's why, like, I would I could be convinced to put it into the B tier. Um, but for mm. me personally, it is a C tier cereal. You're, you're racking them up in the C tier. The marketing campaign, though, is worthwhile to be pushed to the B tier. I will. I I decided if I'm A and you're C, we got to go B. Okay, I'm going B. I'll put it in B then. I'm All good right. with that. Uh, a little frosted mini wheat action here. Now this is this is Barb Welch's favorite. So you got to be careful about if you're planning on shitting all over frosted mini wheats. You know what I'm saying? Barb, Barb, I love you. I'm just I'm here to tell you mm. that the frosted mini wheats, any mini wheat cereal, belongs in a dumpster because it's garbage as <laughs> the D tier cereal. Yeah. Barb, listen, this ain't, this ain't your grandma's tier list. This is, this is the DTS tier <laughs> this list. It's real. It's real. Frosted mini wheats. Definitely Trash. a DS tier cereal. Just a garbage cereal. Absolutely not good. Sorry. Sorry. Also to link Neil. He loves the frosted mini wheats. And the kids like the, uh, the tiny frosted mini wheats too. I've just never been like, that is what the do you mean ta- that is- What do you mean tiny frosted mini wheats? They're they, literally they, just called frosted mini wheats. Well, they've got like an extra small mini wheat now. Um, oh, they, oh but, do they really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are they I, taking ideas from your size of your wiener? I don't know. But here's what I'll say is if you want a cereal that reacts to milk properly, this mm. is probably it. You know what I mean? Because it's like when you try to eat a fucking – and I've seen people eat frosted mini wheats dry and I'm just like, I like eating crackers. <laughs> like what are you doing with your life? You know what I mean? It's like, it's like eating wheat thins or something. Somebody's pulling out a package of, cr- of fucking saltines and they're like, stop, man. Mini wheats though. Mini wheats ruins the cereal, the milk cereal. You yeah, know, it just doesn't work. Yeah, yeah, because you get you get all the wheat all at the, the bottom. And it's like, mm. yeah, it just doesn't. Not a fan. Not. It's like it's like eating the last bit of a box of cereal every time. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Exactly right. You know, when you eat the last bit of the cereal, you got you got like, like chunky milk. You were, you were always leaving that little bit of milk at the bottom because you knew you didn't want to drink that bullshit in the bottom. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the chunk, it's the chunky cereal milk, yeah, right? right? Yeah, that's yeah. chunky soup. This chunky cereal could, yeah. Donovan uh, McNabb's I, mom wasn't pitching this one. 
<laughs> exactly. Uh, how about honey nut Cheerios? Uh, it's it's so hard. It? You, you it's it's so hard. Well, I'm just going to say that like this is the most complex and the least complex cereal that's on this list. Uh, okay. I, mean, I agree. It is, it is so good in its simplicity, but it is also so simplistic. This to me is like one of the best cereals that you could eat solo. Like if mm. you weren't, if you weren't milking it and you were just like, I need a bag of snacks, honey nut Cheerios, primo cereal snack. It might um, be, I mean, for every young mother and father, you're always yeah. carrying around a bag of, bag che- of Cheetos Cheerios. Right? or Cheerios, right? Cheerios. And maybe Cheetos if you're in the end of that, kind of, <laughs> if you're feeding your kid Mountain Dew. But um, to me, this is. How um, exactly do you feed a kid Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> you, you take this IV, right? And you stick yeah. it in there. Uh, anyway. Okay. Uh, this Tony Walchel is an A tier cereal. That's exactly where I put it. Right up there with Crackle and O'Bram. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know that. Listen, uh, listen to yourself say that again. <laughs> listen to how dumb it sounds. You're like, oh yeah, I Crackle and O'Bram. Crackle and Crackle and O'Bram. Crackle and O'Bram. Definitively an A tier cereal. Can't can't convince me otherwise. Moving right, on. Bud. Special K brand. Do we even need to debate this? Like this is at the bottom, right? Yeah. I mean, this is not for me. Like the the, the the coconut big fan of the special K the kids like the special K with the fruit inside of it does it look like I want any kind of real strawberry in or around my mouth <laughs> not a chance no shot uh, we got regular Cheerios up next regular Cheerios belong right next to Kicks I think on a yeah. uh, on a C I can We're see putting it, it up in a, the C again I can see putting it to a B tier just because I mean it's so OG heart conscious you know been around forever um, but I think this is a C tier cereal. Uh, do you do you think that we're becoming uh, privy to this potential uh, cereal crisis? That if you start your cereal with a C, it's just not going to be good. It's going to be mediocre <laughs> forever. Very possible. Yeah. Uh, Rice Krispies, OG Rice Krispies. You take this one first. So here's here's where I'm at with Rice Krispies. I would eat Rice. Oh, Krispies. I'm going to let you know based on the way that you started. You're already wrong. So. For for me, and you know what cereal is really missing from this? It's life, because life cereal is amazing. Yeah, life um, cinnamon. Yeah, I can do that. Just regular life. But here's the thing with Rice Krispies. Rice Krispies cereal sucks unless you're putting sugar on it. So here's here's my question. Oh, am I putting, God, am I putting sugar really? on it? You do what you want, bud. But If I'm putting sugar on it, this is a B-tier cereal. If I'm just eating it straight, this is a C-tier cereal. I, I've got it in B-tier. Yeah. Can I Can I give you a guilty confession? Sure. You've never put sugar on your rice krispies. <clears throat> there might have been a time in my life that uh, I'd eat cereal <clears throat> and I'd put syrup on it. Are you the elf? Are you? Is that why you're so short? Are you an elf? Is this real life? Like, right you, know, you just talked about putting cereal on sugar. Syrup is yeah. basically the same thing. Did, but did you never like sprinkle a little sugar on your cereal on some of them? No, not really. That was like a treat for my grandma, man. Like if I had life or Rice Krispies or even I would even do it on like uh, Frosted Mini Wheats. I put a little extra sugar bump on there. But syrup, <laughs> <laughs> syrup on a your extra syrup. Sugar, sugar, sugar bump, bump. Like just like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, grandma was old school, man. She had like one of those. She slept her sugar out in a little container. You could just scoop it out of. So I would just like be taking scoops of sugar like whenever she wasn't looking. <laughs> Christ. Don't wonder Absolutely. you're fucking hypoglycemic, FBI, you know. No. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Uh, Syrup you know, on little, your sugar on your cereal? Yeah, you know, couple couple little swoopy swoops of a uh, little Anjumima or something. On like on what kind of cereal? 
Frosted Every Flakes, cereal? Rice, Rice Krispies. Didn't matter. Lucky Charms. Yep, doesn't matter. Didn't matter. You were syruping it. Man. You know I'm a sweet tooth love, guy. I was going to say, do you, I mean, I know you are. Uh, do you still love maple? Is a maple syrup still like a, a big thing or not anymore? Yeah, no, I like maple quite a bit. I had maple syrup. I had maple syrup tonight on the pancakes. Oh, you had pancakes for dinner? Yeah, we did a little we did a little uh, uh a little dinner, you know, breakfast dinner. Breakfast for dinner. I mean pancakes yeah. are the wrong thing. Or den fast, depending on how you want to say it. Waffles are better, but that's a different that's a different I don't situation. have a waffle maker, but all right. What kind of fucking American are you? Anyway. All right, moving uh, on. I put this in got, the B tier, I think, is where we're at with rest yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm with that. Honey Smacks is next, and I gotta tell you. Honey Smacks, they smack, baby. That's a, that's an A tier. Are these both Honey Smacks? Because the Smacks thing also says honey on it, so I'm not really sure. I don't know what the one with like the bear thing is on it. I, it I don't doesn't really... matter because both of those are trash cereals. They belong on the bottom. Yeah, that's the wrong answer. But I, you know, I'm, I don't want to put too much effort into arguing with you. Uh, I think our tier lists are beginning to look quite a bit different. <laughs> and uh, we're going to wrap up here with uh, Tricks are for Kids. What do you think? Tricks a C tier cereal. Tricks is probably a D tier for me. It's the worst of all the fruity cereals in my book. All right, yeah, I just I couldn't add another to the D tier. <laughs> it was already a. Oh, but you can add you can add more to the C tier. I mean, I mean your C tier is fucking packed. No, here's, my, here's, D, my D tier has three eight cereals in it. My C tier only has six. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, here here goes the list for me. Uh, up in the S tier, we've got Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Frosted Flakes, A tier. We got Cracklin' Oat brand. <laughs> you know, just you didn't have to, fine, you didn't have to even snicker. You didn't it's have fine. to snicker. Is there some snicker cereal on here? <laughs> there's no, there's no Oreo cereal on here. No, no. Oreos. Listen, yo, if I had to add a cereal to goat all of these cereals, right? The goat of goat cereals that I've ever had, Nutter Butter cereal. Oh my! Just letting you know. Anyway, keep going. Honey Nut Cheerios and Honey Smacks rounds out the A B tier. You got the Cocoa Pebbles, Fruit Loops, Lucky Charms. Rice Krispies, C tier is Cap'n Crunch, Cocoa Puffs, Rice Krispy Cocoa, uh, Reese's Puff, Kicks, Cheerios, and then you've got all the shitty ones down here, Raisin Bran, Corn Flakes, Mini Wheats, uh, Special Cane Tricks. If you're not first or last, the only cereal that matters is Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Uh, I want you to do me a favor, okay? I want you to click the button that says View Community Rank. I want to see how we, we stack up. So this is just based on... Everybody that's done this, right? All forty thousand some odd rankers. How how we list up? So, as a community, on average, oh look at their S tier. Their S tier is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, Lucky Charms, and Honey Nut Cheerios. Okay, yeah. I mean, I one, had one, one of those for three. three. Yeah, yeah. They uh, they had quite a few. Wow, they shit on Crackling Oat Brand though. You know what? Let's just close. <laughs> because that's close. Go and close that window. Yeah. That that's the definitive uh, cereals. Now let me ask you this: If you could have any cereal, right, on this list or not, and this is like your death row last meal, last bowl of cereal ever gonna have? What are you picking? It's I, I, I've already said it. It's Cinnamon Toast Crunch, like forever and always. Even with the shrimp debacle that's happening on Twitter right now, <laughs> I'm good. still eating Cinnamon Toast Crunch. That's not that's not shrimp. That's just excess cinnamon. Excess sugar. It's processed. excess sugar that yeah didn't you process properly? Yeah, absolutely. Cart, baby. I, I'm going Frosted Flakes. Uh, that is the definitive tier list. You can't you can't convince me otherwise. Start the show.
Hey, Derek. Hi. Hello and welcome. This is the 90th episode wow. of is the it? DTS podcast. Uh, I'm Tony. That's Derek. That's the co-host. I'm the co-host. We're co-hosts. Little little quick update here. Um, earlier today, I sent a TikTok out to the group Snapchat of a dog. What kind of dog do you have? It's like a puggle or something like that. I have I have a puggle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a it was a video of this dog that was like in line for a drive-through, and it just like got up in line and it sat down at the window like it was going to order. It was pretty cute. But anyway, we had this back and forth, and uh, Gary just responded. Oh, did he? What do you have to say? Yep. He said, by the way, Tony, your dogs are still dead. <laughs> remember that? I had to tell him it was cats, but whatever. Uh, do you remember that story? Uh, I don't remember that story, but that's pretty but, good out of Gary. I don't, I don't want to diverge too much, but I got to tell the story, right? Just for right. context, okay? So back, back when Carly and I lived together, um, we, Carly had a cat named Gunner, and uh, we adopted a cat from Liz, uh, my ex-wife, that uh, was named Jack. That was a cat that Liz and I had, uh, and then Liz wanted to get rid of, so we took it in. So we had Jack. Anyway, we were, Carly and I were, were there. It's a kid's weekend, so you got five kids running around, blah, blah, blah. Wake up uh, on a Saturday morning to the door knock, right? Kids are knocking on the door. Hey, wake up, wake up. Something's wrong with Jack. Something's wrong with Jack. Uh, so I get up, open the door, right outside the bedroom door, right at the top of the stairs. Definitely a cat. It's Jack, and he ain't moving, right? So yeah, that happens. Yep. So I uh, quickly ascertained the situation and Jack was dead, right? Knew, knew that pretty much immediately. <laughs> yep. So uh, I said, fuck, I never dealt with, I was like, I, I don't know what to do here. You know, I never dealt with a dead, a dead animal, let alone a dead cat or whatever. Right. So I said, Carly, I need, I need something. I need something here. What are we doing? And she says, well, we got to get rid of it. We got to take it outside or something. I said, okay, uh, can you get a shoe box? Right. So uh, she's getting a shoebox. She then explains to me that her ex-husband, uh, her ex-mother-in-law, owns an animal cemetery, right? So uh, I don't even know that that was a thing, okay? But she owns an animal cemetery. So I said, "Cool, let's get, get this thing in, in the dead. Let's get the dead cat in the box. We'll take it out to the animal cemetery. We'll bury it. We'll have a nice little funeral. The kids get to say goodbye. All that stuff, right? So I get the box. I'm proceeding <clears throat> to pick up this cat. Right? Keep in mind, it's at the top of the stairs. Right, uh, you know you, they don't teach you this in school, but uh, you pick up something that's dead. There might still be a little oxygen in the lungs, right? Yeah, the so, the, the, the lungs the lungs will still like you know. Yeah, so I I pick this cat up. <clears throat> a little bit of air escapes out of its nose or mouth or whatever. Freaks me out so badly that I drop, drop the cat. It? Oh my god! Cat rolls down the stairs. Right, dead cat just. Fucking flopping down the stairs. It is a wonder. Couple kids see this. To wonder how your life turned out the way it did. Yep. Couple couple kids see this. Uh, so anyway, I scoop the cat back up. Uh, next problem, Derek. Cat doesn't fit in the box, right? And so I need to like kind of <coughs> twist the cat up in a way that is not entirely natural to get it to fit in the box. It's not. You understand, story. right? <laughs> you understand. Story. Uh, so we get that situation figured out. Uh, load the cat up and, and load all the kids up in the in the Traverse or whatever vehicle. I can't remember what we had. We drive into Carlisle where, uh, you know, Carly's ex-husband's mo- mother lives. It's like this 
small ranch. She's ghetto as fuck. She's just like old school hillbilly to the to the T's, right? So we, we we get her. She tells me, okay, it's it's down this way. There's where the cat cemetery's at, blah, blah, blah. I go find a shovel. Now, on the way to find this shovel, this shovel's out by a shed. Uh, Jolene, or uh, I can't remember what her name is. Jolene, something Olivia? like that. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I thought you were no. talking about one of my kids. The old, the old lady. Her name's Jolene or uh, oh. Jaylene or something like that. I can't, I can't fucking remember. Doesn't <laughs> okay. matter. Anyway, old bitch tells me, okay, over there's where the shovel's at, over by that shed. What she decides not to tell me is, you know what she's got over by this shed? More In a dead, kennel? More, more dead animals? In a kennel, over by the shed, she's got a, a fucking pack of wolves. So I'm, <laughs> I'm going, get this shovel. And I'm I'm grabbing the shovel and boom, these fucking wolves hit the fence and start barking at me. Just about scared the living shit right out of me, right? That's so fuck it. Me. I'm on to the next thing. I grab the shovel. I go over there. I'm digging the hole, okay? Carly comes and checks. Hey, you got everything? Yeah, yeah, I'm digging a hole. It'll be ready in a little bit. Okay, cool. So I dig a hole. Fucking I open up the box, put the cat in the hole, right? I'm I'm putting the, the dirt on top of the cat. You know, they call that burying something. And uh, around around the corner as I'm burying this cat come Carly and the five kids. And I go, oh, no, 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 it's not buried yet. She goes, well, we want to say goodbye. Well, now I got a fucking problem here because I got a half-buried cat, dead cat, and just the head sticking out of the <clears throat> out of the ground, right? And they want to say goodbye to the cat. The cat's already half-buried. It's very, it's very unceremonial situation, okay? I thought we were going to bury the cat. I thought we were going to, you know, say our goodbyes over a mound of dirt, and then off we go. No, 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 they want to say goodbye to the cat. So I, I do that. And uh, uh, by the way, earlier... Before I left for this uh, funeral, I called work at the time I was working at Best Buy, told them, hey, had a situation, a cat died, I'm going to be a little late to work, we got to go bury the cat, you know, do the whole thing with the kids, blah, blah, blah. So, <clears throat> here's where here's where things get interesting and it wraps back around to Gary, okay? So we get done, get done burying the cat, uh, a couple times during this situation where I'm digging a grave, Gary's called me, Okay. Um, blows my, blows up my phone, calls me four or five times. And, uh, I'm like, I'm in the middle of some shit, you know? So I'm not answering. I, I, I know. I know the voice. Yeah. 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 So he's, he calls me a few times. I, I don't answer whatever. We get done with the whole thing. We take the kids home. I'm getting ready to come into work. I, I decided, you know what? Probably should check my voicemail. It's probably him just telling me like, Hey man, you know, don't, don't worry about coming in. I understand losing, losing an animal's hard or whatever. Right? No, I pick up my phone. And uh, what does this voicemail say? It says, hey, Tony, it's Gary from work. Uh, listen, <laughs> I was wondering if your kids were around because I, uh, I heard your cat died, and I just wanted to let those kids know that uh, I'm glad their fucking cat died. <laughs> and he just hangs up, and that was it. So full circle here when Gary texts and he just says, hey, Tony, by the way, your fucking cats are still dead. <laughs> like, just golden. Bringing it full circle just like four or five hours that's later, you know. So just good. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's Gary for you. Fat, fat fucking piece of shit, you motherfucker. Don't ever. <laughs> Love Gary. Love uh, Gary. All right, man, listen. There has been... Oh, what? You're going to go from that to this? <laughs> there's, no, there's no easy transition. There's no, good, there's no good transition here. Absolutely no good transition, people. Listen, there have been here's the world. Here's shootings. the world of... I was going to say, here's, here's the current events portion of the show, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to get sad. You watching the news, Derek? Uh, I try not to. What do, you, what do you know about these recent mass shootings? Um, uh, some, some asphalt in Boulder... 
went into a grocery store with uh, just some uh, some gym shorts on, and yep. uh, and shot ten people, a including a cop, people, and yep, a bunch of people, including a cop. Uh, did not get to kill himself. Uh, got got caught. Got arrested. Um, and uh, and what I believe that I read, and this might I don't know this has anything to do with your your story, but I want to say Colorado is just in the middle of some gun reform <clears throat> conversations yeah. not too long ago, and uh, and one of the gun reforms was like outlawing buying high power rifles such as this, um, and that got like revoked not like a week or two weeks ago, and this dude just mm-hmm. bought this weapon like less than ten days ago, so yeah, bad deal. Uh, uh, not, not, I'm, I'm an advocate for guns. You should have your guns. You have right to bear arms, a real thing. Um, this, is, this is tragic. That's correct. So that happened a week before you had, uh, the mass shooting of mostly Asian, uh, descent people. There was eight people, including six of Asian descent that were killed at three different spas in the, uh, Atlanta, Georgia area. Right. Um, same day, you had uh, a killing at a gas station in Springfield, Missouri, and even going back a few years, you got uh, they there were the mass killings of these like cops. Remember that thing was going around, people just walking up on cops, shooting them dead in their cars. So fucked up situation. All of these, though, what's really becoming apparent, uh, and I feel like I'm pretty on top of the trigger here, right? Oh, that's a bad, uh, bad, bad. Take that back. Bad pun. Uh, I'm I'm on top of the uh, the pulse of the situation for the most part on current events. All of these are with AR-15 rifles. Even going back to like Sandy Hook Elementary, um, you know, a lot of these really deadly events in history. So I don't have too much to say about it. Just you know, acknowledging the fact that we live in a fucked up world, and uh, gun reform needs to definitely happen. I will put it out that I don't think that there's any reason that you need a high-powered rifle outside of maybe a, a hunting rifle. You don't need an AR-15 sure. for basically any reason. Even Here's, home defense is hard to make a case for. Here, and <clears throat> Of course, there's no motive yet. None of that business. Mm-hmm. But obviously, the, the, dude, uh, the, the dude was uh, at least of Muslim descent. Um, yeah, and there's I think some that speculation what, that he was uh, part, partly Syrian. You know, maybe yeah. he's just mad at the world because uh, Joe Biden bombed Syria last week. Sure. So um, very strange. Like I said, he bought this gun March 16th. Uh, you're talking nine days ago. Yeah. Um, just just a fucking scary situation. And yeah, I mean, I, again, I'm all for gun reform to make sure that we are living responsibly uh, and, and utilizing these things responsibly uh, because things like this. I mean, we're in the middle of a pandemic still. Like, of course, during the pandemic, we didn't hear about most of this stuff because guess what? It wasn't happening as much um, or at least as broadcasted at least broadcast on the news as much um, so to see this is is heartbreaking and one of the most ignorant things that I heard you know this past year during the pandemic on Fox News was about they were talking there was a big uh, gun reform or something like that in some very heavy red state and they were talking about how Trump was really responsible for the fact that in 2020 there were almost no school shootings sure yeah it took you a second right but you got it there were no there were nobody was fucking in school at school okay so can't can't have a school shooting when there's no one at school this this is the world we live in this is this is sad this happens way more often in america statistically than any other country in the world uh that you have mass shootings that are unrelated to like gang violence and things like that or um 
you know, response to, to federal law or whatever. So uh, I don't know, man, we're, we're in a fucked up place, right? It just, yeah, it's, this is a painful reminder that we still have a lot of work to do in this country. Uh, what it really reminds me of the, is the fact that we just like have to be as adults, whether you're, whatever your age you are, 18 plus, you need to be super hyper vigilant about the elections. And it's one thing to get out there and vote when it's like the president, right? You know, every four years for a president, but in every, even every two years for like your state senators or your, your state representatives. But what really matters is like everybody else that's involved. You know, the people that make these laws, these are not your, this isn't your senator or your congressman. This is like your, this is like your state officials, your state senators. You know what I mean? So it's, uh, it's really think, important to be active, people. I thought you were going to say uh, should be really vigilant when you go into a grocery store, and I thought that might be a little <laughs> too soon. <laughs> I just can't Sorry. leave, man. This motherfucker Sorry. over here Sorry. trying to trash on Cracklin' Oat Brand making these jokes. <clears throat> like, Sorry. What, am I, what am I supposed to do with you? Sorry. Hey, quick, quick IGN movie uh, bracket update, right? Yeah. A couple weeks ago, we did, the, we did the movie bracket. We did. We crowned Dark Knight. We did. Uh, versus End of the Spider-Verse. We're pretty, we were pretty damn close with most of their finals. Yeah, their finals, right, are as follows. Uh, their final Avengers? four. Avengers Endgame. Yep. Versus, Dark Knight. versus the Dark Knight. Versus they, Spider-Verse. Uh, Spider-Verse and the Invincibles. The Incredibles. The, the, Incredibles. Oh, sorry, the Incredibles. We had TMNT, obviously. We did. And uh, to my surprise, Surprise! Actually, they went Avengers Endgame. The, well, the community—it's not IGN. It's like a voting thing. It's a community thing. The community went Avengers Endgame over Dark Knight, and uh, but they did go with End of the Spider Verse. So somehow, on the right side of the bracket, we ended up with the right answer. I mean, because End of the Spider Verse is fucking excellent. That's why. I it. I'll tell you one thing. It's convinced me to rewatch it. It's really because good. I've I've only seen it the one time, and I was. Really, I wasn't really like super thrilled about it, but I'm very interested to see. I mean, you got to think Avengers Endgame is going to win, right? The left side of the bracket is so much at, stronger than the right side. As of right now on the IGN Twitter poll, the Twitter poll, okay, it is into the Spider-Verse winning 54%. No fucking With 93,000 votes. I'm telling That's you, into the Spider-Verse, fucking excellent. Is that, uh, is that like the official... Is that how they're going to tally it? Is it all Twitter-based? I, I think they... I, <clears throat> I believe you have to do it on their website. I don't think it's just okay. Twitter-based, but I believe... I mean, I'll go here to their website and hit click this and hit answer and see if it tells me. Their website, it is 61.4% into the Spider-Verse. I so. am kind of shocked. I'm not going to lie. Like, you shouldn't be. Over Endgame? Endgame's... I mean, I, t- I, took in, I took Dark Knight over Endgame. What are you talking about? And I took Spider-Verse. Spider-Verse is the best. You took Spider Verse um, over Black. You took Spider Verse over Dark Knight. No, I, I had Dark Knight, of course. But okay. I'm just saying, Spider Verse is fucking tits. So, I mean, I'm I'm committed to rewatching it. I don't know if I'm going to get to it this weekend, but so still good. on. Net, it's a Netflix thing, right? Still on Netflix. Uh, I don't believe it's probably on Disney Plus, though, right? Not on Disney Plus either. Nope, it's a Sony thing. So where do I watch it? Uh, I you, you know what you can I, watch I, on I, Disney Plus I, and I own, Netflix. I own the Blu-ray. You know what you can watch on Disney Plus and Netflix? What's that? Endgame. I can literally watch Endgame twice at the same time and not Spider-Verse. I think I actually own it in the Spider-Verse, if I'm being honest. So I think you do, too. All right. Well, 
there, there's your update. I'm actually really shocked that Into the Spider-Verse might win this one. Um, you should, I'm telling you, you shouldn't be. Don't sleep. <laughs> That's what I should have told you last week. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a good burn. I, I put this uh, I put this on here. I thought you might be interested in this. I saw it come across the ticker today. Ghost of Shushima is getting a movie from the director of John Wick. I am pretty excited about this. I think the Ghost of Tsushima, I think, would be a great movie. I think that would, that would fit well in, into a nice two-hour movie. I, I could really see the way that Chad uh, Stalinsky? Stalinsky? Stalski? Stalski? Stahilski? You know what we should do is a tier list for... Uh, <laughs> Movie directors, this guy's going down at the bottom. Like, that's a bad name. Kevin uh, Smith, S tier. <laughs> S tier, maybe. S plus. Chad uh, Stuhosky. Uh, John Favreau might a- be in the S- middle. S tier. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the way that John Wick was really filmed and how, like, like super quick, succinct movements, you know, like, just just real fluid motion, I, I could see that working based on the gameplay of Shushma. I, I'm, yeah, I'm way into this. I think out of like most optioned movie ideas from video games, this is a pretty good one. You think you think this actually finds the light of day though? I mean, they're green lighting a screenplay. Yeah, itself, but. I think so because this is already like the IGN article talks about. It's already influenced in samurai movies anyway, so I mean, it's pretty one to one. It's kind of it's kind of a genre already, right? Well, and, and not and, only that, but it's an unexplored genre, right? And, and Hollywood loves trying to find hidden gems. And when's the last time you watched a samurai movie? Yeah. Plus, you got you got a whole docket of potential. Uh, I don't know proof of concepts. You know, with like the uh, the Uncharted movie and and what's the other Mortal Kombat coming out? What's the other video game movie that's in the hopper? Um, I, Uncharted is the one that comes to mind, but I thought yeah, there might have been another one know, that was maybe getting getting built out. But um, listen, I mean, also Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know if it still is, but last year it was the quickest selling video game for PlayStation of all time, right? First party title or something? I, I, it wasn't. So, until, well, that was only until. Last of Us came out, but yeah. Oh, Last of Us Part 2. Yeah, okay. I'm with you. So yeah, definitely definitely a good thing to go off of, right? Sorry, I'm looking at all these CMI movies. Okay, I'll, that's fine. I'll just go right over your face. Sorry. I'll go all over your face, bud. Take me to dinner first, bud. All right, you're up here for this uh, next uh, little article via Xbox.com. Yeah, there's a few of them on here. So ID at Xbox is doing a... a a Twitch uh, team up for an indie showcase. They're apparently going to show over a hundred games of this independent, uh, this indie showcase. I That's don't know. So if gonna, many. That is a lot. I don't expect them to truly like deep dive all of those. Um, it's starting at 9 PM Pacific. So that's 11 o'clock our time. Yeah. Um, and then obviously I don't know if they're just going to just fucking hit play and go a hundred miles an hour and drop a hundred games. Uh, this says um, they're going to show gameplay of about 25 games. So, We'll, well see how that looks. This is kind of big for Xbox, right? Because, I mean, over the last five or six years, they bought up like everybody. Uh, they do have a lot of first-party people, but this is all indie people. They don't have a lot of indie games. Xbox doesn't shine the light a lot on a bunch of indie games that they're helping bring, bring but don't the light. They ha- don't they own like 20 indie studios or something crazy like uh, that? They, 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 yeah, they own a few. But, again, this it's never been like Microsoft's strong point. Okay. Um, with, with indie stuff. So I am excited to see what that is going to look like. So do, do you feel like you're still a really big indie fanboy? Yeah. I love my indie games. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm not on it as much. You know what I mean? Like there's a few, there's a few hit or misses for me. Like, yeah. you know, um, I like, <clears throat> I just, uh, I just reached out for, uh, for a review code, uh, for this game 
called Signs of the Sojourner. Um, okay. Which is kind of interesting looking. It's a deck building uh, story based game where there's like puzzles based on the deck that you have because there's symbols on the deck and you have to connect those into a strand that work one-to-one in order to have good conversations with people. And that influences your, it's very intriguing and, and kind of dense. Um, but it's really hard to find. It's really hard to find for games to find a new formula these days. Yeah. And th- this so. seems like that. And, uh, and again, this is very indie. It's like 15 bucks uh, on the store and I completely cool with buying it, but I was like, well, I'll just reach out to these guys. I mean, they're a smaller studio, so I'll see. Um, so I'm excited to check that game out. I, I just, yeah, I love my indie games. All right. Uh, so from, from showing off a hundred indie games to maybe spending more money than they spent on acquiring Bethesda. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? Microsoft's in talks to buy discard, uh, apparently for a ticket price of more than $10 billion, That's which is lot, weird to me they spent- because they already have a very discord like service you know what i mean yeah, they have slack but it, i hate slack compared to discord okay i mean bethesda bought or i'm sorry bethesda sold to microsoft for 7.5 Seven, billion yeah discord going for 10 is kind of insane but i mean discord has i mean discord is video like when you think discord you think video game chat like right. that's what it is so like they why wouldn't you you know what i mean i was so. having a conversation uh with a buddy that I work with a few days ago, um, we were on we were on a work call and he was just commenting because he's like saw some shit in the background and um, we were talking about playing World of Warcraft like way back in the day and we were both literally trying to think of I want to know if you think of the name here the voice service that MMO people always use to connect because there was no voice service like voice chat features in any game back in Holy like shit, you I, know twenty ten yeah I know what you're talking about I. Uh, I'll wow. give you a second. We both couldn't remember because Zara than no, S. It doesn't really there because Discord and Slack are so fucking popular these days. It's like it's almost removed out of your brain, and it took us both a minute to figure out. You ready to hear it? Yeah. Vent. Vent. Holy vent chat. Oh my yeah. god. So are they still even a thing? Are they? Gone? I have I no clue. Gone, right? I mean, Discord probably buried them you know like netflix to blockbuster kind of deal yeah but ventrilo yeah, used ventrilo, to be voip it was just yep. a, a, a voip phone basically that you didn't that, install it on your computer that was the thing back in the day so yeah this is really interesting it's just it's just crazy <coughs> little tech companies the well i say little but discord's obviously fucking huge but tech companies these days it's like free agency in the nfl and the nba like you think one thing, right? Like if, if you had a, if before this came out, if you were like, Tony, how much do you think uh, Discord is worth, right? I might have said like, I don't know, five or 600 million. I wouldn't like, even have said that, I don't think. Yeah, so it's like it's like going out, it's like, how much do you think fucking LeBron James is worth on the market? And then he gets like nine times what you think is even possible, right? That's kind <laughs> right. of what we're dealing with, with these IT companies that are just massive market share. And We've talked about this before on the pod, but the real thing that is so interesting is, yeah, you're seeing like, okay, Discord might be bought for ten billion dollars. You're thinking like, man, ten million dollars for ten billion for a Discord service like this, like voice chat and video chat and screen sharing, like that's kind Servers. of a lot of money. But think about this, right? The real money here for Microsoft is in the information, right? This is, you know, this is the thing. Anytime that a product is free. You are the product, okay? Keep that in mind. Discord's a free service, right? You're the product. They're 
they know your name. They know what you're what you're doing. What, what Discord you're, you're getting into. Yeah. They know what you're playing. They they have your friends' information. So I mean, the information is the valuable asset here, not the service. I think for me, and th- this article calls it out too. To be able to roll like Discord Nitro into some of Microsoft's existing services could also be kind of interesting. Like, so if you right. had Game Pass and then you also got Discord Nitro on top of that, like you're just adding. It's like having EA Access or whatever it's called with your with, with your Game Pass stuff. You're just yeah. giving people like as if they already didn't have a fucking reason to have the service. Now they do. And it's like, holy shit, you should already have. It's the best service out there. Microsoft's got a lot of potential, too, because like Di- Discord's been doing a lot recently with integrating into video games. They have for PC, they have a lot of lay- overlays for video games. Among Us, Call of Duty. Uh, all, all your mainstream titles right now, especially the ones that are streamed very popularly, Valorant, uh, Rainbow Six Siege, uh, CSGO, they all have overlays for Discord so that you can more easily integrate Discord into the video game. So Microsoft can only enhance that. Plus, Microsoft, they've, they've been doing this for a long time. You know, yeah. Skype, they got Microsoft Teams, which is a thing. So, like, you could really see some integration. Like, how cool would it be if at work as part of the office suite, we just got discord. Yeah. It would just be, it would just be nice to be able to like launch my Xbox and instead of dealing with anything, Microsoft proprietary, like it was just like, Hey, jump into discord chat. Yeah, exactly. Correct. Like instead of being like, Oh, Tony, we're playing on different things here. You need to be like, we need to get on game chat or whatever. Right. Well, it's like, yeah, it's like you just get into discord. Well, it's like if, if you were playing, you know, you're playing Immortals and I'm playing Persona 5, our yeah. real only way to talk would be through Discord, right? Right. And that's great. But it, imagine if Discord was all like if we were both playing Microsoft games, obviously that would make more sense. But say I'm, I'm already on Discord and it's just built into what you're playing anyway. Like the, right. the seamlessness is there. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I, I like the idea. Now, 10 billion, though. I mean, and then if they lent it, if they sold it to Sony too to like to jump in to like bridge that. License it out. Dude, bridge that gap. That'd be nuts. That would be pretty cool. Pretty fucking nuts. The what BAFTA are these awards. BAFTA awards? I don't we even know what about, this is. Yeah, we talked about this last uh, a couple months ago, or maybe. Oh, a month ago. okay. All right, all right. Uh, the BAFTA awards are the like pretty big and like more more stylized like artistic awards is what they're kind of deemed as, and like I want to say they're British, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I'm trying to get you an actual. Let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah, British Game Family, as it says here. Is that what uh, it is? Yep. So, well, let me ask you this though: Is it? Do these normally happen like nearly in April? They do happen later. Yeah. Okay. Yep, they do happen. The British Academy Games Awards, um, that usually happens. So, I'll just give you a, a quick rundown of all the BAFTA awards that happened today. That happened this afternoon. Um, full list of winners as follows. I'm going to start from the bottom. Uh, the EE Game of the Year, which is a public voting thing, Last of Us Part 2. Performer in a supporting role was Logan as Hades. He also plays right. a bunch of other people in Hades. Performer in a leading role was Laura Bailey as Abby mm-hmm. from Last of Us Part 2. Original property was Kentucky Route Zero, the TV edition. Best narrative, Hades. Best music, Miles Morales. Best multiplayer game, uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. That's best game a, that's design. That's crazy. Best Game Design, Hades, Game Beyond Entertainment, Animal Crossing, Family Game, Sackboy, Evolving Game, Sea of Thieves, baby, yeah. Best Debut Game, uh, Carrion, Best Audio Achievement, Ghost of Tsushima, Best Artistic Achievement, Hades, Best Animation, The Last of Us, The Best British Game, Sackboy, and The Best Game Overall, Hades. 
really surprising to not see Final Fantasy Remake on here uh, at all, especially for something that's art-driven, because that game was fabuloso. So I would just like to point out, I own Hades, still haven't played it. I haven't gone back to it either, so don't feel don't feel bad. You know what I mean? Like we we know that that's not a Tony game. It's definitely much more of a Derek game. It might be a Derek game. I just haven't jumped in there yet. Yeah, true. Uh, Carrion's an interesting one. Definitely. I mean, like I I am like put it in a needle and stick it in my arm right now for Sea of Thieves. I don't know what's into me, Ah, dude. I yeah, I'm right there with you. Like, just give me all of the sea right now. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that in the watched and played because we we've been putting some hours in here. Okay, we have. I feel really. I don't don't even have. I don't even have a left leg anymore. I just got a wood stick on my leg. I about told you tonight to not do the podcast since the other one canceled, and we're just gonna play Sea of Thieves. (laughs) (laughs) I was really close. I'd have been tempted to be honest with you, but you know, got a got a rep for crackling oat brand. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> He's taking a drink. He almost he almost lost. You about got me. You about got um, me. Man, Hades is getting so much love though. That's that's it crazy. Is. Hey, good for them. Super super giant games. Big big ups to you. Yeah, no doubt. Sure, I'll take it. They got my fucking twenty bucks or whatever it was. Yeah, fifteen I think is what I paid. Tony, you like Rocket League? Yeah, I've been kind of wanting to play Rocket League with you, to be honest. Uh, Tony, do you like phone games? Mm, yeah, okay. kind of, sort of. What if I told you Rocket League was coming to the phones? Would you play that? Possibly. I'm checking out this 40-second trailer. Yeah, the alpha gameplay. So uh, It looks really nice. Field, it does look pretty nice. 1v1, 2v2s. Oh, this is actual gameplay. This is an alpha gameplay footage that you're watching right now of this game running on a phone. Yep. Um, it, it's, it's pretty it's, interesting. It's from a, almost from the stands perspective. It is yeah. not one to one as far as your goals. The goals are in the middle here, right? Um, but it is Rocket League, as Rocket League. So um, I'm kind of I wouldn't pl- I don't play mobile games enough to like say I would play it forever. But this is kind of dope and a really intriguing take on a game that came out of nowhere and has really just continued to stay popular for years. Yeah, that's a that's a trailer that can kind of, kind of gets me warmed up to be honest with you. Like yeah. I I jump into Rocket League like quite literally once in a while like on my yeah, own just, just to play a few rounds. Yeah. It's and a it, gr- it's a great jump in game. Super still holds up too, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah, game 100%. is great. Um I'm way into this. This is called Rocket League Sideswipe. Um car customization still again 1v1 2v2. Um definitely got a, a different mechanics about it. Uh, sure. But this is supposedly coming this year, so keep your eyes peeled for Rocket League Sideswipe. Yeah, and you know, Psyonix, owned by Epic. Epic does really well on a lot of mobile games. Obviously, a big one being Fortnite. There's uh, You can do mobile. But yeah, so I, I feel like they kind of got a handle on it, and that game looks really good. Really excited. Hey, I wanted to ask you about um, the Snyder Cut of Justice League. Did you carve out four hours of your life? Do you, want me, do you want me to do it? I don't want you to do it. No, I mean, you can just say snooze. Um, no, it's not. It, this is not a snooze, though. Uh, I have not watched the Snyder Cut. I am still in the middle of trying to finish that three and a half hour cut of Batman versus Superman, um, mm. which I have not done. So I instead watched another movie <laughs> instead of finishing that. Um, so, no, I've not watched this, Tony. But I do know. I mean, I know the epilogue is like the big ending and that's all the whole, the whole new reshoot thing. I know about that. Um, Yeah. I watched it this past weekend and watch it in one day. I did. Yeah. And, uh, how'd you, how'd you stay awake for four hours? It, to be honest with you, I was watching it on a Saturday night and 
I stayed up till like a little past one o'clock watching it. Four, four, three. Yeah. For four hours. Yeah. That might hurt my brain. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I gotta be honest, you know, I was really big on Justice League. You've been shitting on the movie. I was, I was trying to tell you, like, I kind of like it. I think it's a pretty dope movie. Uh, not actually a fan of the four-hour cut here. And I, yeah. I don't think it added much value, and I thought it added way too much time. Uh, I will say, I think I texted you this. The first three hours, meh. The last hour, fire, right? Sure. Like, the, the new stuff added in the last little bit. Uh, like kind of the final boss fight type of deal. The uh, the last little bit of cuts with the Joker, um, Jared Leto's Joker was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, and kind of how they wrapped it up, really good. It's just there's so much slow motion, like all the time. Like, yeah. Every five minutes there's slow motion in this movie, and I don't know what the deal is with that. Zack Snyder loves to suck his own dick and think that he is like people shit on Chris Nolan for for truly like calling himself a visionary, which I guess I don't know that he's always said that, but people like shit on him because he's like, Chris Nolan is not that good of a director. Zack Snyder literally thinks he is a fucking God. And he's like, look at this bullet, just giant bullet jump out of this tank in slow-mo. How cool is that? And you're like, it's not really that cool, man. It's a whole, whole lot of slow-mo in this movie. Just don't care. Uh, I like, I don't know, man, probably a third of this fucking movie is in slow motion. I don't know what the actual number is, but I I understand from like, you think from one to one, right? A comic book, this probably feels like a comic book come to life, but it's not what I'm here for. The the big thing that on this was that every character got more background story. Yeah. Basically they just, that was okay. It seemed like they just took a chapter out of everybody, right? Like they're just like, okay, they did. Yeah, it's like it's split up in like six or seven parts. Yeah, we're gonna be like, okay, we're gonna tell you an entire story arc for every character in this movie. Yeah, they're gonna tell you, okay, we're gonna do the Barry thing for Flash. We're gonna do the Victor thing for Cyborg. Um, Diana gets a little bit more Wonder Woman. Uh, Surprisingly, Bruce Wayne does not get much, but he was heavily featured in the original cut uh, because it's fucking Ben Affleck. Um, You know, but I don't know, man. Like. Superman, Henry Cavill, not even in it till like two and a half hours. Uh, Black so Suit Superman, like, though? That was dope. That was definitely dope. Seeing Black Suit Superman come out, that was pretty sweet. The, the ending was pretty good. Um, yeah, so, Joe, you know. Joe Maganello? Yeah, they ended it really well because they did confirm that, like, uh, DC, or not DC, but uh, Warner Brothers came out and said, no more Justice League. We're not going to shoot a, a sequel to this movie, right? So they at least waited for the Snyder Cut to come out before they dropped the hammer that, like, okay, we're just done with the Justice League as we know right. it right now, which kind of sucks because you know what that means is, like, eventually we're going to get some sort of fucking reboot and it's going to be different actors, similar story. Like, I don't know about all that. But uh, they expanded on the dark side um, stuff because there was not that much... Like, if you'd have watched Justice League and you're, like, a casual viewer, the original, I don't think you would have realized that the the villain in that movie is Darkseid. You know what I mean? So, he's just... It's so not heavily included in the plot. So, I don't know. Pros and cons. I would just say that, like, I don't think overall this was a definitively better cut. And that's what I see all over the place is people just sucking some, some Zack Snyder. People are really liking cut. this movie, yeah. People really yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. There is a, a gray, they call it the Justice is Gray version out on HBO now, which is just like the all black and white version. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay. That's kind of a thing that some movies have been doing recently, though. You know what I mean? So, sure. Like Kill Bill had it. You had the uh, yeah, yeah. 
what's the one movie that came out in black and white? Uh, Logan had a black and white version. So kind of a kind of a film noir type thing. Sure. I'm with you there. We talked last week, too, about like our other uh, properties going to get this same like, oh, here's the director's cut indie push kind of deal. Or sorry, you were setting me up. I thought you were going to just follow through on that one. So, yeah, with, with the Suicide Squad stuff and people kind of shit on that movie. And I think last week I talked about Josh Trank and his Fantastic Four movie. Right. Um, they, have for, they have for sure come out and said, hey, we're not doing a David Ayers director version of Suicide Squad. Like, we're just done. Uh, and I think so much to the point that tomorrow and, the, and they released a brand new poster for The Suicide Squad tonight and there's a new trailer for The Suicide Squad tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so they're really trying to bury any people that are trying to talk about the David Ayer version of that movie, which, I mean, you would get more Jared Leto Joker. So I guess if that's in your wheelhouse, maybe. Um, but yeah, they're they're doubling down on like, listen, we have a new fucking a new Suicide Squad from the dude that did Guardians and you love Guardians of the Galaxy. John Cena says fuck, so just be excited. <laughs> uh, one, you know what? Speaking about Joker, when you go to watch Justice League, uh, apparently Jared Leto improved a good bit of his his dialogue. He also uh, didn't and, film anything with Ben Affleck. Yeah, that was actually kind of apparent. To be honest with you, I was thinking about that, but was it? Um, yeah, yeah, the way they cut it. But his little bit, even though it was only a few minutes, was pretty good, man. Pretty so good, yeah. yeah, and there's kind of like. The tease leading up to the release of this was like, oh, Jared Leto and the Batman and the Joker and the Batman. That's cool. But what is actually happening in that scene is uh, kind of like cooler, I guess I would say. So, okay, yeah, something to look out for. Nice. We got a little bit of a crossover that got announced this week. Uh, James Bond is joining uh, the DC. Is this still who you think of when you think James Bond? Pierce Brosnan is my James Bond. That's his I mean, he's he's definitely our James Bond for our generation, for sure. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan was announced this week uh, via IGN. He's being casted in the uh, upcoming DC film Black Adam alongside who? Your boss? If you smell. Yeah. Pierce Brosnan apparently is going to play Dr. Fate alongside uh, Dwayne Johnson's anti-hero Black Adam. I mean, here's here's where I'm at with Black Adam at this point. I just need this movie to get made, and I want to see what it's going to look like. Like, Dwayne as a superhero sounds awesome, but I need to see it. Yeah, but you're really skeptical, right? Because it's DC. Super skeptical because it's DC. And again, Black Adam is the ulti- is the villain for Shazam. Yeah. So if they're going to fold that in, like, that's kind of weird. It's just, it doesn't feel great. So It's hard, because, like, who's the last, like, really big name to play a DC superhero and it kind of sucked. Like Ben Affleck probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Affleck. Yeah, I was going to say yeah, like Ryan Affleck Reynolds, but Affleck is fine. Did you did you hear too that they uh cut out uh they they had planned for the uh uh Marvel or um, let me back up. Let me back up. Use your words. Okay. <laughs> I saw an article with all the hype about Justice League being re-released, right? Uh-huh. That they had plans and even a script to reprise Ryan Reynolds as Green Lantern and bring him into that Snyder cut on part of uh, the reshoots. That would have that that would have been happen. funny. That would have been a more of a kind of a haha thing, but I don't I don't want that. They they did have a Green Lantern in the movie. That was oh, an really? addition. It wasn't 
It wasn't Hal Jordan or whoever. I can't remember which Green Lantern that uh, Ryan Reynolds actually played. I think it was Hal Jordan. but He was Hal. Yeah. So that happened. And then there was also, did you see the, who the special cameo was? The other member of the Justice League? Uh, the guy at the very end of the movie? Yeah. Yes, I did look to see who that was. Okay. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Pierce Brosnan, James Bond himself. I like Pierce Brosnan. I was a Brosnan fan outside of... Um, Outside of uh, Bond, I liked him in like Thomas Crown. I liked him in Mamma Mia, uh, a couple other things that he did. So, Jesus you know, I like my you know, I like my fucking musicals. Don't don't take, even take your fucking man card, bud. <laughs> don't no, you can't take my man card. I okay? fucking shy shit. Listen, bud. there are some people out there that would give a man card for the fact that I admit that I like musicals. Okay, Sugma. Hey, you know what's not? A, hey, you know what's not a musical, Tony? <laughs> I'm sorry, you were saying? <laughs> you know it's not a musical, Tony? No, what is not a musical? Uh, I was waiting for you to do it again. Black Widow is not. A, is not <laughs> what? A, the, the swoosh? Yeah. Nah, I would do that to you, man. Uh-huh. Black Widow is not a, a musical. We uh, don't know that yet, though. That's true. Uh, however, it's getting pushed to July 9th. Uh, not surprised. But it's coming out on Disney Plus Premier Access, so you pay that 30 bucks, you'll be able to watch it from home. Not going to do that, are you? Probably. You're going to pay 30 bucks to watch a movie? Yeah, probably. I mean, at that point, I might just go to a theater, though. You know what I mean? Like, it might be safe enough. We'll see. I think this uh, movie's not going to be that hyped up, to be honest with you. I mean, Elizabeth Olsen's think, the new ScarJo. I already put it on the record. I don't think this movie's going to be that good, but I will go see it. Um, they also announced that Cruella is coming uh, May 28th, and that's coming to Disney Plus Premier Access. Um which they've done a couple different times now. Last year they did it with Mulan. This year they've done it with Rey and the Last Dragon. Um, Luca is coming out June 18th. That's coming up on Disney Plus. No extra fee, just like Soul did. No money for that one. Um, They also talked about Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. That has got pushed to September. Uh, Free Guy got pushed to August. King's Man's coming out in December. Uh, Deep Water is in January. And then Death on the Nile, which is – that movie's been – fucking kicking around for like a year and a half at this point is coming out in february of 2022 that's a kenneth Branagh movie here here's a good little like side side quest okay that we need to go on real quick you know prior to the pandemic we were we were big movie release goer guys sure right? yeah we were yeah i mean we bro dated it up quite a bit up i would in, say up that in the theater what's would, the movie yeah. we're gonna go see together first Pandemic's kind of winding down, right? People are getting vaccinated. Things are opening back up. Give me, I would need to look at a movie release date calendar. Oh, that's that's interesting because I have one. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start like the earliest I'm thinking is like June, right? So I'm just going to start with movies that are scheduled to Don't release. Start in May. I mean, you always start in May. That's when Summer Temples come out. Okay. All right. Uh, starting in May, you have A Quiet Place 2. Ooh, is May that really 28th. coming out in May? I thought they pushed that again, but okay, yeah. Could be. I mean, I don't know how old this list is. It's, it's on Varieties.com, so I kind of think it would be updated but you have the okay. uh, the ghostbusters reboot with uh paul rudd not interested oh, what <laughs> you're fucking high listen if this is going to be the first movie that we go back to post pandemic it ain't going to be fucking ghostbusters oh my god that okay. might not be the it might be the movie that i go back to i guess maybe now, you won't here's here's a contender fast and the furious nine june 25th Definitely seeing Fast Nine, so I'm I'm with you there. Yeah, probably. definitely gonna get pushed to like early next year. So definitely not, not coming out this year. Yeah, don't but think so. Here's the thing: like I, I don't even want to look at this list because I'm just gonna get excited about things that are not gonna come out. Uh, a movie that I think probably will come out is Top Gun Maverick. That movie's getting pushed too. Oh, okay. 
Space Jam: about. A New Legacy. No shot. We go see Space Jam. Right? No, we're gonna watch that together at home. Okay. Black Widow, which we just mentioned, now has moved to, yep. to uh, September. Yep. Jungle Cruise. Emily I would Blunt like to. And... I would like to see that. I have a feeling that's gonna get pushed, though. You're gonna get tickets to that because that's your boss, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Suicide Squad, which you mentioned earlier today, I would be way in for that, but it's gonna I come would... on HBO Max, so I don't care. Correct. Uh, Free Guy. I would go see. A lot of these are not really movies that I think we'd want to go see. Shang-Chi. The Paw Patrol movie? No. 33,000 Years of Laughing. I don't even know what that is with Idris Elba. Uh, and then Venom, Let There Be Carnage, which we talked about, got delayed. So may, probably not going to be that. I haven't seen the first one. so. Uh, and then here's the one, right? I don't want to wait this long to go to a theater with you and see a movie. But uh, October 8th. No time to die. I mean, now you're talking, bud. That could be. That I don't want to wait one. till October to go see a movie with you if we don't well, have to. You know, it. that might that might be the one. Ghostbusters, by the way, got pushed to November. Mm. Also, supposedly this year, Mission Impossible Seven in November. I I think right here, No Time to Die, October eighth. We put a pen in this. There's That's no awesome. shot that this movie gets delayed again. I don't think so either. Okay. Spider Man right. No Way Home. I mean, the end That's of the year, December, pretty, though, right? Pretty so. hot. Yeah, but the, the end of the year is pretty hot. Yeah, we'll listen. Some of these places manage to survive. I don't know how. Okay, Pro- yeah. probably losing a lot of fucking money. But man, no time to die is gonna be so good. There you go. There, there's there's the side quest. Uh, you turned in your side quest. It's completed. There's no longer a check a uh, question mark above the guy's head. Right. True. Okay. Side side quest completed. So as we were talking about Disney Plus, they also announced a Hawkeye spinoff series um, with. It's not even, it's like the girl that's going to be in the Hawkeye series. Like it's super early development. I just found it weird that they're like, Hey, this series we're not yet done making. We're going to yeah. spin that off too. It's like, yeah. One confusing but, thing about the MCU is that Hawkeye played by Jeremy Renner has a daughter who then becomes part of the Avengers also named Hawkeye. And right. that is a girl. So yeah, this is not Hawkeye. This isn't like this Hawkeye, is, Jeremy Renner, right? This is about echo. Right. So, which is a deaf Native American lady, not even his daughter. Okay, yeah. So, so there you go. That. I mean, a lot of these seem like they got to be like kind of story based, right? You would think. Mm. Let me see here. Let me check National Treasure out. TV show got announced for Disney Plus. Th- that is very true. Uh, you you a big dis- National Treasure guy? I like the National Treasure movies, man. I'm I, this is like primo Nicolas Cage. Uh, yeah, John Voight. I, I mean, Sean Bean was in one of those. Like, is, those is John Voight still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. Okay. Yeah, he's got to be old as fuck. But um, I'm in for this. I mean, anything. I assume it's not going to be Nicolas Cage, but if it was, it'd be awesome. I mean, that guy's kind of down and out right now. So I mean, if he's gotta steal get, the Declaration of Independence, yeah, if he's getting thrown a little Disney money, maybe there's maybe there's a chance. You know what I mean? Are we gonna get Ghost Rider back? <laughs> Maybe that was, such, that was so bad. Ghost Rider is one of the yeah. one, literally one of the most powerful comic book people of all time. Ghost Rider just, one was fine. Ghost Rider two was good. Good guard. They just did not do him justice, man. Yeah. Ghost Rider's so powerful, and they made him out to be kind of like a bitch. Yeah. Tony, tell me about your time with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier last Friday. Um, pleasantly surprised, to be honest with you. Were you? Yeah, I kind of liked it. Okay, all right. What'd you like about it? Um, 
Yeah. You know, I kind of thought like the action was pretty good. I was I was really expecting that the action was going to be not Did, like the CGI quality wasn't going to be as good because it's a Disney show. You know what I mean? Um, and it felt so very Marvel ish. Yeah. Know I, mean? I mean, it felt it didn't feel quite like a movie, but but it felt big. Yeah, it felt produced. You know what I mean? And, Correct. Uh, that that big long intro sequence with Falcon and like the yeah. desert canyons and stuff was okay. With GSP, uh, I just didn't think I needed that to be honest. Sebastian, I thought was like real good, right? I would say Sebastian's the better of the two, um, but I think Anthony Mackie, he is his comedic chops are real good. Yeah, he's okay. Um, I, I I'm a little. It's hard for me to get really into Anthony Mackie because he's taken such a strong stance on certain political issues um, that it's hard for me to like not think of him in that way right now. Oh, I guess I've not paid attention to that stuff. Well, you know, it's not it's not like I'm against those views necessarily, but he he had the the views about um, black actors in Hollywood. Obviously, support that right equity sure, like, and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. But he's also been like really outspoken about the idea of like roles in a relationship and like women need to like cook and clean and do laundry and men need to like make money and stuff like that. So there's just like some shit that he's not like kind of with the level with you're, me you're on, saying you know? he, you're saying he's old school but not in the kind of ways that you want him he's to be. he's definitely like southern old school you know what i mean and sure. like that's a cultural thing so i don't i don't necessarily blame him for it he's not he's not out there saying like women can't go do things he's not like the fucking this bitch needs to be making me my food when i get home sure. but he is out there saying like you know this bitch I, needs to be I, out there making me my fucking yeah Quite literally on the Today Show, repping this show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, he had a he had a discussion with the host about what it was like in Southern life. He's like, oh, I mean, you, know, you, you, I come home at five, I expect that she cooked my dinner and I'm ready to eat. You know what I mean? Like he's just like, that's the way I was growing up. So it's it's not like he's out there being fucking ignorant. He's just living his life, you know. But right. I kind of have I digress. You know what I mean? Sure. No, um, I probably was a, I was a little turned off by the cap stuff. Yeah, the cap stuff for the the end cameo felt really bad. Yeah. Um, I mean, that you saw the fake cap running around in the trailers prior to the show coming out, so you kind of wondered what they were going to do with that. Yeah, I didn't like that was the stinger for the first episode. I also can't stand the fact that one of the biggest moments in Endgame was old old ass Cap yeah. coming like showing up at the right place, right time, back to the future style after living his life, giving the shield away, and that in the first. 20 minutes of the show, they're like, fuck it. Gave the shield away. <laughs> he just, fucking Falcon's just like, I don't want it. It's not for me. So yeah. Yeah, I was okay with that because you knew from from the very strategic trailers that he gets the shield back and trains with it. So I was like, kind of like, okay, it's just it's just part of the Lo- story, right? It's low-hanging fruit, though. Yeah, yeah, I kind of dig that. Um, I also was not like... It was like a 6 out of 10 for me. Yeah, it was what what I would say is nice is that you got a solid forty five minutes. Like that's that's I, what I, want, I did like know? that. Yeah. After after Wanda kept dicking us with like twenty five minutes, and before that the Mandos had some twenty five and thirty minute episodes. Like I was I was down for like a good solid forty fiver. Yeah, I'm excited to see. I mean, I am ready to watch more of this, but yeah, this tomorrow. this leads me to the credence that I just wonder if I should stop watching these shows on a weekly basis. I don't know. I kind of like the the deal. Like for so many years, we haven't really had that in our lives. You appointment know I mean? like, television, yeah, yeah. So I, I'm kind of, and even appointment television is still a thing at old because I can just stream this like 
at right. seven o'clock in the morning or seven o'clock at night, you know, but, um, yeah, we have appointment had a, because it's a Friday. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, game of Thrones was like the last weekly show that I felt like was everybody was into, you know what I mean? So, well, like you um, knew where these people were at right. eight o'clock on a Sunday, like fuck. Yeah, you, bud. You, you knew at eight fifty nine or nine Oh five. I knew, I knew where they were at where because my game of Thrones at. streaming quality was so fucking ass. Cause <laughs> 7 million other people are watching it. Well, so you just, you knew you were going to call me and let me know the deal. You know what I mean? So true that true that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm happy with it so far. Um, we'll see. There hasn't really been an introduction of a villain. Sure. Unless I missed something, so no. I mean, they just showed the the people with the weird masks on. That was about it. Yeah, Somebody I don't really know what the deal is. Or I thought that was Deathstroke or something, you know, or mm. or uh, not Deathstroke. That's a that's wrong I mean, franchise. You, but you know, you know who the villain of this series is, right? No. Oh, they said who it is. Who's that? It's Baron Zemo. Oh, oh, same Zemo's comeback. Same Zemo's is it the same comeback. casting yeah. guy? Yep, same dude. What's that guy's name? I can't think of it. But, I can't think uh, it is. But he's a good actor. Yeah, I like him quite a bit. I like I like Zemo. I I felt like for you know Cap's uh, Winter Soldier and then into Civil War that guy didn't get enough love. But um, yeah, no, uh, Falcon's been good. I liked it quite a bit last week, and you know I'm I'm down. I love I love seeing Don Cheadle. You know. That was I, cool. Yeah, seeing see, like seeing other Marvel players, you know what I mean? That that was a cool thing for me. Bringing up bringing on in, you know what I mean? Dan, Daniel Bruhl. Oh, you know, I could have <clears throat> tier list, that's probably C. I'm sorry, his full actual name, Daniel Cesar Martin Bruhl Gonzalez Domingo. Now where oh, is yeah, he at? Not F. That's too much. <laughs> too much. He needs an acronym is what he needs. <laughs> What were you going to say? Zemo. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, bud. Sure. Uh, You got got Rip Jessica Walter here. That's sad, man. That sucks. Real bad news today. Age 80 years old. uh, Fucking Lucille Bluth. Rest in peace. Yeah, somebody told me about that at work. Um, You're not an Development guy, though, right? Yeah, that that was the question that was posed. Like, hey, did you watch Arrested Development? I said, yeah, I watched it all the way through once or twice. Um, and then I said, hey, the mom died. And I said, oh, okay. I mean. I thought she was there, hilarious. Was, I was like, is there anything else I should know her from besides the rest of development? Because like, I couldn't place her face. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, she was the voice of the mom in Dinosaurs. <laughs> that didn't do it for me, man. Sorry. You didn't watch you. Dinosaurs either? I, dinosaurs, like the Pixar movie? Dinosaurs, the fucking TV show with the live action rubber oh, suits. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All about the baby. Or right. Whatever that, that was. Yeah. The mom was Jessica uh, Walter. Okay. Yeah. Rip Jessica Walter. I mean, it's always sad to see uh, talent die. Yeah. She, I mean, yeah, she did. She did a lot. I mean, she was around for a long time. Yeah. True but, yeah. I mean, she's also in uh, Archer. Oh, that's what this other, that's what somebody told me in, in yeah. this, uh, today. She plays in Archer's mom. Chat. Yeah. yeah. They, yeah, and we had this whole discussion about Arrested Development. I'm like, eh, it's fine, you know. Like, I'm hotter, I'm hotter, cold, hit or miss on Jason Bateman material. To be honest with you, like, Bateman's love, great. love Ozark. Don't like Arrested Development that much. Loved his character work and show or in movies like Dodgeball, other things that he stars in. I couldn't really give a shit. So character work. He's in like one scene in Dodgeball. No, he's in he's in he's in like three or four different scenes. He's in there for like a good twenty or thirty minutes. Get the fuck out of here! Anyway, go watch, go watch Dodgeball. Report back to me in like four weeks when you finally finish it. Re- okay, rest, in, rest, rest in peace, Jessica Walter. Sure. 
hey, I, I did see this. Uh, you got this news article here. I saw this as well. HBO Max's deal where they're bringing Warner Brothers like same day as the movie release, that sounds like it may stop next year. It looked like they're out there signing deals with movie theaters to prevent this from happening again. So, I mean, it's all about right. the almighty dollar, right? So movie theaters don't have the, the funds to say, hey, we can pay you more and you can get more money out of you just releasing it here right now. Right. Um, but this sounds like by next year, probably back safe to go to the movies. Um, and HBO might be out there slinging deals with Regal Cinemas and some other cinema people um, to stop this same day and date kind of release thing. So I think that is a, a sad state. Good for the movie theater business. I wish that there was more of a give and take kind of thing there. Yeah. Um, but I would be sad to see this go, but I want movie theaters to survive. So, I think that you can expect to see what most economists forecast in the movie industry is a pretty generous spike in the cost to go to a movie here soon. Um, I mean, people were already bitching and moaning about how expensive like concessions were. But generally speaking, you felt pretty good about the idea that you could go to a movie, sit in like a luxury recliner, have your own elbow space and shit like that for like 10 bucks, you know? So I, I think that you can expect to see a ticket to a movie, especially now that almost all movie theaters are built this way. Uh, I mean, what would you pay to go to a movie in a theater? I mean, per ticket, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, like if you know you're going to go get a, 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 a nice seat that can re- recline, you get your own little space. I'm, I'm, I'm probably no more than 15 to 20. I'm going to say like a really nice place. I'd probably be like, a, I'd, I'd probably pay a 25er. I, yeah, I wouldn't go that high because at that point, you know? if, I, if we're 30 bucks and I can sit at home and do it, and I can drink my own beer and you that's know, a good I, point. Okay. That's I, a good point. And I can, and I can, you know what I mean? I got it for two days or whatever, a two day watch for 30, not a bad call. If you're talking, yeah, but, I mean, DV theaters ain't like Cinemark, you know, I mean, I'm working my way up. You know, I got, a, I got a decent TV now. I just, you still got your system. sound bar behind your TV. I mean, I'm what you have going for up. you is that the, the speakers in a theater definitely behind the screen. <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> You could just say like, I'm just going for the theater experience, you know? Um, I, I mean, I do love a good, I, I love the experience of going to the movies. So yeah, I would, I would pay 15 to 20 bucks a ticket. If, if you, that you do have surround sound speakers in your living room, they're not hooked up to anything, but they're, they're there. Anything. But yeah, they're, they're around. You know what? You're right. You know what? DV theaters might be legit. That might be working the one. its way up. True that. Best movie theater. Hey, best movie theater in Kellogg. <laughs> have you been to everybody's house in Kellogg? Cause we don't know that for sure. Right. I mean. Listen, if you're not a drug addict, a registered sex offender, or an old person, you ain't living in Kellogg. So, so you got something you want to say, or Tony? I'm actually aging in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah, seventy five. Yeah, you got Benjamin Buttons disease. <laughs> I got the buttons. Yeah, that makes that makes sense because you're more of a fucking little whiny baby every time I talk to you. <laughs> uh, Tony, yeah. Last week, I drunkenly asked you to make picks for the NCAA tournament. That did I, happen, and then a couple days remember. later, you're like, "You're like, I don't know whose bracket this is." <laughs> I don't remember doing that bracket very well. Correct. I do, I do remember. Uh, I I do remember you picking Gonzaga because I was like, "Holy shit, we all have Gonzaga to win the whole thing." Um, yeah, they're not but, out so, yet, right? They are not out yet. No. So okay. we're headed towards the Sweet Sixteen this weekend. I believe that starts Saturday. Um, so I've got everybody's list pulled up. I've got mine. Uh, I've got mine, the coconuts, her dad's, her mom's, and then yours. Um, yep. 
I will go. I'll just start with yours because it's kind of the one that really matters. Uh, Tony Welchel, you still have the the potential to score yourself twelve hundred and ten points. That's that's everything. Twelve hundred and ten points. Is that um, good? I don't even know what that means. That puts you around forty one percent of correct correct picks. Guess is um, okay. Yep, and uh, gives you a total of currently points. Current points three hundred and thirty. Uh, so here here's the. Here's the teams you currently have in the Sweet 16. You have Gonzaga. You got that yep. one right. You, uh, you had Virginia here. Creighton is the team that's there. Uh, you had Drake and Iowa. Both of those teams are out. Gonzo. Yeah, sure. You do have Michigan State and the Seminoles, which are, or I'm sorry, Michigan and Florida State, who are both in it still. Okay. Uh, you had BYU and Maryland, uh, who are both out. Got it. You have Baylor and Villanova, who are both in still. Correct. You had Texas Tech and Ohio State, who are both out. Yep, yep. Uh, Illinois and Tennessee, who are also both, both out. out. Yep. And then you had Syracuse. You called the Syracuse upsets, which is pretty yep. good. I did. And and Cleveland State, uh, which they're not non-existent. So um, not doing not doing terribly, Tony. You still have the potential to get one, two, three, four of your elite eight teams in. Uh, you still have the potential to get three of your final four teams in, but only one of your champion teams in. So, I mean, okay. for not knowing anything, Tony, I'd say you're doing okay. Yeah, I mean, for guessing basically on the names of the mascots, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, uh, you've got uh, Manda's mom, uh, my mother-in-law, sitting at 290 points. She's in the 15 percenter. Uh, her dad is also at 290 in the 15 percenter. They all have ice blocks next to their name. You have nothing by your name. Uh, Coconut's got 300 points. Um, Max is 1,100 points that she can score. She's around 20%. Uh, Old DV, 380 points, 87.4%. Uh, but the max points I can score is 1180. I have nine of my Sweet 16 teams left. However, so you're doing pretty good. I'm I'm doing okay, but I've only got two. I've I can only get two of my Final Four. Uh, let's see my Elite Eight. I've got one, two, three, four. I've only, I can only get four of my Elite Eight. So after this weekend, it's going to look a little grim for me as well because I had I had Gonzaga, Illinois, um, and obviously Illinois got fucking trounced. So that's too bad. And you had Gonzaga uh, over Illinois also, 92, 92. <laughs> I guess we put 92 at 92. I don't know. Got so, it. Tony, not doing too bad. You're not. You're no Derek Vance. I appreciate that about you. No, no, you're not doing too bad though. A little wrestling update here. We got we got fast lane that happened this past weekend. We did a little Discord chatty chat on that. Yeah, it was, it was a fine show. How are you feeling about it? You get, um, what's your grade rating overall? You know what? Let's go down. I, you have to recap it for me. I, I don't want to okay. gut reaction this. Go ahead and just. I don't. I don't really want to discuss the matches too much. Just. Just give me some results. All right. So on on the pre-show, actually one of the better matches of the entire night was the United States Championship. Uh, Matt Riddle defends successfully against Mustafa Ali. Big thing coming out of this was that the faction Retribution basically broke up. Didn't watch that match. Don't care about Retribution. Uh, was a pretty good match and. The storyline at the end was fine um, with with them breaking up. So women's okay. tag team championship kicked off the night. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca and Sasha. Uh, no surprise here. Nia Jax and Shayna retain. Uh, Bianca and uh, Sasha kind of fight against each other. And yeah, I mean, this is a WWE trope. 
is a trope all over the place. Yeah, not uh, tag team, not tag teams. That's kind of their their shtick these days. Uh, Intercontinental Championship, Big E successfully defends against Apollo Crews. I thought that match was better than you gave it credit for, but not a good match. Not a good match. Uh, I hated the ending. It, yep. it seemed shot or, 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 or done improperly. I'm not really sure what they did wrong, but it was just not great. Yeah, and I told you, too, the idea that Apollo, who's playing this Nigerian prince character, comes out to rap music was not not doing not it for great. me. Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Elias. You had the whole storyline of, like, oh, Shaman Man's injured. Uh, he can't go tonight, so Elias is stepping in. Fucking snooze. Yeah, probably the worst match of the night. Um, it's, it's just WWE is not good about two big guy matches. You know what I mean? They're never they, that good. They have done a few, but, yeah, not great. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Actually, a super good match. Really good match, yeah. Really uh, good lot match. A lot of technical wrestling, a lot of mat work. Um, that was a pretty good match. There was no stipulations or titles. It was just getting two stars on the <laughs> on the pay-per-view, basically. Yeah, uh, I, I, d- I dug the match, but it j- wasn't really for any purpose. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus in a no-holds-barred match. This was a really good match. I mean... In, a, in an era of WWE where you can't say that most uh, pay-per-view matches are, like, tits, this was tits. I, I just felt that they had done this match so many times at this point that this took a lot of the wind out of the sails of this match. They did beat the Definitely. living shit out of each other, um, oh, yeah. and there were some pretty good spots, but I wasn't overly intrigued with what they were... The story they were trying to tell in this match also felt flat because the next night... It was still kind of the same thing. Yeah, and to be honest, you talked about the fact that they've gone back and forth on on televisions uh, quite a few times and had really good matches and intense matches, you know, like beating the shit out of each other with kendo sticks and, like, throwing stairs at each other and shit like that, that it actually was to the detriment of this match, as you mentioned. Like, if they had not gone so hard on TV a few different times, this match would have been, like you would have been like, wow, this is a really good match. Um, overall, though, I still kind of liked it. I mean, they did some things that they hadn't done before. So you can tell that these two dudes like want to be in a feud together, and they're they're really going for it. You know what I mean? Or at least the fact that they respect each other enough to have, like, they're out yeah, there they're, trying they're to They're raising the bar. Have, they're trying to have good matches. Yeah, they're raising the bar for sure. Yeah. You got uh, Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton. And the return of the fiend. I was gonna say this. This was not a match. This was just a setup for the return of the fiend, which was fine. Right. Um, I think for me, the how do you prob- feel about the new look fiend? It's fine. I, it, whatever. Okay. I don't think it. I truly don't think changing it helps the character because once he's done with the feud with Randy, you're just gonna have this burn victim running around all the time. Like right. the suspension of disbelief is kind of shitty. Um, but I, I am excited for whatever match they have at WrestleMania. Not to uh, beat the drum here about how we hate the WWE social media, right? But I I did happen to see some people giving a lot of hate to WWE because at 7.55 p.m. on Sunday, that's Eastern time, they posted a video clip of The Fiend coming out of the ring, right? (laughs) That, Derek, that timestamp... That was two minutes before this match officially ended. So before the match actually ended, they They had video clips online of the Fiend coming back. So like 
Get your shit together, can't, WWE. Can't you can't, can't do can't that. Catch dude. a break. Can't catch a break. Not with at him. all. And uh, wrapping out the the event was the Universal Championship. Roman Reigns defends against Daniel Bryan with Edge as the special enforcer. Um, I kind of thought this was a pretty good match too. I've I've been all over DB forever. Yeah, I love Daniel Bryan. Have Nobody a, can the, sell a loss better than this guy, right? I mean, and, and can bounce off of him. Like losses don't really affect Daniel Bryan, thankfully. Yeah. Um, you know that this title's not changing hands, but you definitely thought a few different times, like, I think it's going to happen. Here's here's my problem. Like, that match was too long. Well, and we were talking on Discord that night, uh, future uh, Microsoft Discord, about that. And uh, <laughs> we were talking. We're like, damn, dude, this is starting like two hours. They're, you're at two hours, and they're starting the Daniel Bryan and Roman match. Like, this no has shot. to be yeah, no shot. We're getting thirty minutes, and we got thirty minutes, and it just felt like forever. And so, yeah, you only got a two and a half hour pay per view. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Right? I, I don't mind that, but I, I just think that for what the story they're trying to tell here, and they had, you know, you had the interference from Jey Uso, you had yep. the chair, you had Edge getting in the mix of it, you had Edge just smacking both of them at the end of it, you had Roman tapping. He actually tapped with, yeah. with, with no ref. You had Roman end up winning. Um, and I don't know, just there, there was a lot of moving parts in the story they were trying to tell. And truly, I, I think it is a, and I said this, I want to say I said this last week or a couple weeks ago, it is a disservice at this point in this feud if you don't make this match a triple threat match. Right. And that's, that's definitely, I we think. We talked about, I believe drunkenly, we talked about how Edge can't carry a match last week. And so Correct. putting Daniel in this match makes sense. Yeah. And you, you hear these reports about, coming out of WWE with like Vince scrapping a lot of ideas. And until last week, Daniel wasn't even involved in this storyline. Right. So that seems true that that is probably what happened is now you're going to get this triple threat DB uh, Roman and edge. You were thinking that edge still gets the belt, right. To give credibility back to Roman in full circle. I think if you, yeah, I think if anything, you're smarter because you keep the heat on Roman, Daniel eats the loss because Daniel can eat a loss. You put the belt on edge and that's what you do. So that's fascinating. Now give me your, give me your overall. That's a six out of 10, seven out of 10. Maybe if I'm feeling generous, I mean, I'd say seven. Yeah. The, the, the two best matches on that show, probably the Seth Rollins match and the Daniel Bryan match and the Daniel Bryan match was way too fucking long. Yeah. I'd probably go Seamus and and Drew and, and then Roman and, and that's Bryan. coming from a that's coming from a dude who likes longer matches if they're done right, and I don't think that one was. Daniel, like I've been watching Daniel Bryan more recently because he, you know, he came back from the concussions and he actually started wrestling again pretty regularly. He reminds me so much of uh, of Bret Hart. Like Bret Hart was just a uh, like meet meet me on my ground kind of wrestler and so like he'd go against these big guys and he'd like force them onto the mat and force them into into side headlocks and shit like that so daniel's a a scrapper that's daniel's game this these days and like i really like it it gives me the the bret hart vibes which is like that's how a a small guy can survive in this league you know so that's kind of where we're at a couple of bits of news andrade got his release from wwe this past week no contest uh, or no uh uh, no, no competition. What do you call those? No, no compete clause or something like that. No compete clause. Yeah. So yeah, he can go anywhere at any time. Doesn't have like a 90 day, no compete. Like some other people did that got released this past year. Or so, right. You know, do we see him on AEW anytime soon? Uh, 
I just don't know how much more AEW has to spend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. at what point do they have to stop spending on? Like, would Andrade work really well? Absolutely. Especially if you put him with the Lucha Bros. Right. Like, those dudes would be nuts together. But yeah, I he's just not don't. really a Lucha, though. Oh, but he is. I mean, he, he, he originally wrestled with a mask on like he is a lucha libre um he never got to wrestle that way he did a little bit in nxt if you go back and watch his nxt matches they're very more lucha focused seems like a big dude he is kind of a bigger dude but he yeah he definitely wore a mask and it's funny because like he's a handsome dude so it's kind of weird that you would wear a mask but he did anyway um I, i could see him going to aew but i just have a feeling he's probably destined for Maybe Japan or maybe Impact, but I, I don't know. I was going to say, like, what about Impact? You know, like a lesser thing that is tied to AEW? I could almost see him going to Ring of Honor, too. You know what I mean? Like, sure. he just seems like a guy that just wants to fucking wrestle. How'd you, how'd you like to be Vince and, like, you, you let a guy go that was on your Fox show and then he goes to a different Fox show with Ring of Honor? You know, like, that's That'd great. be kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Andrade's wife, Charlotte, got the Covey Cove. So it's possible that supposedly she got the Kobe Cove. I, I, mean, I think that I, I came out on Twitter is, and said it. What, what do you think yeah, happened? I think this is all just bullshit because of Andrade. She's just like kind of given WWE. This the, is like Roman and the leukemia, you. bud. Yeah, this is like Roman oh, and the leukemia. Wow. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, Jericho uh, switching over to AEW. Do you think Jericho's got COVID? No. You think he's just out for a few weeks? They're just slow playing it. Yeah, it makes okay. sense. Got to build because it. Of the MJF stuff and. Yep. Yep. Story story build guy goes to you know vacations out to Bora Bora or whatever. Absolutely. Okay. Um, that's kind of it for wrestling. I mean, you watched AEW. Any anything you want to bring up there? Um, AEW is still really good. It's it's just not it's not it's not getting where it needs to be with casual fans. You know, like I've been I've been on Twitter and they're talking about the idea of like how they're going to get their TV contract renewed and what the money's going to be like. And the fact that they really, besides one time, they haven't really broke a million, right? They're in like the eight to 900,000 sure. viewers, viewers a week. And like, that sounds really great as compared to NXT in a, in a, uh, a program that you didn't actually expect to compete with WWE to begin with. But overall, like for a, a time slot that they're taking eight or 900,000, not that great. Right. So I don't know. It depends on what you're normally watching on a cable network at eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night. I don't know. You can't be pulling that much. I'm just, I'm just saying what people are I saying. Think the, I think the ad revenue they're probably generating is, is definitely paying for what they're doing considering they've Could got be. two YouTube shows now. I mean, and the production values built in, right? Like you're not paying anybody to do anything at a stadium. It's your fucking stadium. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think the thing that, People were pointing out on Twitter, like Dave Meltzer as an example. It's just like, yeah, you know, seven or eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand is really good for this program compared to what people thought were going to happen. You know, uh, your expectation in this time slot was like four or five hundred thousand, so you're exceeding that. But you're not capturing casual fans. Like these are hardcore fans that would watch anyway. It's also been on the year. It's also been on the air for what a year, year and a half. Yeah, a little. Yeah, I would say like fifteen or sixteen months. Fucking Monday Night Raw's been on the air for. Damn near 30 years. years. So, like, let's pump the brakes a little bit, boys. Um, AEW is really good. I 
they did some weird things this week that I don't really like all that much. I don't care for like the fucking Rhodes family getting a goddamn Ms. and Mrs. type TV show. That's whatever yeah. to me. Um, AEW is really can, pushing like these faction wars. Can, which, Kenny coming out and being like, fucking, you're with me now or you're bullet, fucking bullet not. club like, or, or not. Or you know, dying. It's like, this seems so fucking weird. Um, Christian like I said, King. they're really trying to accelerate these like faction wars kind of deal. The Christian Cage burn of like, hey, let me know how your Monday nights are. Oh, wait, you're not on my... Like, Frankie Kazarian's burn was so bad about that. It's like, wait, yeah. you're making fun of your own show? Like, I see you. Um, not not great there. That Darby match, though, with, uh, w- with fucking... Um, what the fuck's his name? Uh, yeah, from the Dark Order. I can't Big think of it either. Fucking, fucking Little He's Hungry. Got such- He's got such a, he's got such a a basic ass name. I can't. John Sil- John, John Silver. Silver. Yeah. yeah. John, Johnny Hungy. Um, that was a great fucking. He's match. so animated, dude. Oh, it's when he so comes out, and he does the like, hand thing and he just screams at the camera. I'm like, I'm in. I well, and like I thought he was gonna win that match. I really bought in. I was sold. That he I was, was get really that not fight. like when he when they did the cover and Darby like he rests Darby's legs on the rope. I was like, this is just that okay. That did def- on, definitely man. took me out of that. But yeah. I mean, overall, I was there. Matt Hardy being like, like I no, no. Mm, I'm kind of like they're I'm kind of in really on the Matt so. Hardy, but it's no, it doesn't Pax, feel very organic. Apparently, Pac's injured. Are you shocked? I mean, the guy's been out like th- that guy's Rob Gronkowski. I mean, like so good, but he's injured all the fucking time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, AEW still continues to be really good. Yeah, I'm with you there. All right, got to do a little watched and a little played. Want to go? Uh, yeah. So started watching, like I said, Batman vs Superman. It's like a three and a half hour cut. Have not finished that yet. I'm about a little over halfway. Um. Randomly sitting in bed yesterday, finished Monday Night Raw uh, before dinner time. Um, kids were playing Roblox on the big TV, so I turned on Inception. Okay, <laughs> and I've I've been trying to get the wife to rewatch that movie with me because I love Inception, but she is not was, was not about trying to watch that with me again uh, for some reason. So didn't get her to rewatch it with me, but I was maybe forty five minutes at thirty minutes, forty five minutes into this movie, and I text you and was like, listen. Leo, yeah, you were ready. You were ready to ready, get on your knees about it. Suck that man off. If he said Sugma to me, I'd have been there before the muck came out. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, yeah, I was. No, I feel you on that. I was all fucking in. Yeah. Um, listen, Leonardo DiCaprio's got ridiculous range, and that movie's so good. Like, I, I get like it's kind of it's a little cheesy and a little ham-fisted um but the performance like that is an all-star cast with like just a a ridiculous amount of special effects that work so well and really set the precedent and the fact that movie came out in 2010 feels like a lifetime ago um but man what a what a great movie what an ending tom hardy jgl uh fucking um are the first I can't even think what his name Tom is. Tom Hardy, J G L Leo. El- Elliot Page. Ellen oh, Ellen okay. Page back then. Yep. Marion Cotillard, Michael Caine. Yeah. Um, I mean, just come on. That's a that's a stacked group of dudes. Uh who's who's the bad guy? Play Scarecrow guy. Um, what's in that movie called Red Eye? Why am I blanking on his fucking name? 
I mean, I know like the Asian dude. Is that what you're talking about? No, that's Ken Watanabe. Okay. Um, Red Eye movie. Played Scarecrow. Played Scarecrow in Batman Begins? Yeah. Killian Murphy. Sorry. Killian oh, Murphy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Real yeah, good yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Real good actor. Yep. Um, just, I mean, that's a fucking ridiculous cast of people right there, bud. So I love that movie. Uh, Inception's great. Um, as far as uh, played, I, I played this game called Double Kick Heroes, which is on Game Pass. This is a yeah. game that I saw down at uh, PAX South years and years ago. Um, it was a, it's a rhythm-based game. At that point, they were definitely setting it up for you to play. Like you can play it on your drum kit, you can play it on like a guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's PC, so you can play it on like keyboard and mouse. Obviously, um, on Xbox, it's meant to be played with a controller. And those rhythm games just don't feel as good on a controller. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. Um, Not really sure that I've played a rhythm game on a controller. Yeah, or like kind of ever. In I general. mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it doesn't feel very good. It's it's interesting because it's all about it's all about the metal, right? It's all about the music, and the the music they choose is very European metal. It's quite good, um, but yeah, like the, the the story's wacky and fun and dorky. Uh, I just I don't think it plays very well. It does not add itself very well to a controller. Okay, so um, what else did I play? Little, I've got P five. Some P five, yeah, some Persona Five. I hit a spot today in that game where, as I'm using my little my little walkthrough guide to make sure I'm, I'm doing what I need to be doing, it's like, hey, go grab go grab you some popcorn. You're about to hit about an hour to an hour and a half worth of cutscenes where you're not doing a whole lot. And I was like, no fucking shot. They were not lying. It was yeah. like ninety minutes of nothingness. Um, most of it was pretty intriguing because it kind of brought it. I'm finally at the point in the game where you start that game robbing a casino and you don't really know what the hell's going on. Right. And then you, you start being investigated by the police and starting to tell your story. Yeah. So I you am have now, like these flashbacks. I'm now beyond the point of the game where I started. So I've caught up to where I was right. and that has all now come full circle. I know who kind of the bad guy is. I know what the, what the end game is kind of looking like. And, and that's where we're headed. So um, I'm in the middle of November. I've got, I think, two dungeons left, and I'm done. I'm at like 72 hours. So really surprised that you stuck with this, especially you're, you're not a you're not a really big JRPG guy. So. I think I am more than I've ever really given credit to it. But yeah. Next up, Suikoden. Fucking what <laughs> about the PlayStation 1? I don't know about that. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not even the same, really. That is a lot. Last thing we played together. I was just, I was waiting for you. I didn't know if you want me to say it. I figured you might want to let, let me let me go through what I watched, some of what okay. I played, and then you know we'll we'll end the show with a little pirate. Just action. Uh, just suck my pirates. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I watched the Snyder cut of Justice League. Talked about that. Um, I've still been watching a couple episodes a day of Attack on Titan. Uh, I can I can honestly say why I agree why people think this is one of the best animes of all time. Not on my personal top anime, like Tear Maker S tier, but uh, I mean, Tearmaker you know, it's it's definitely like an A tier. It's a really good anime. Um, not as good as Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super or like what's up there for me is like Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha. I'm kind of like an Americanized anime fan, if I'm being honest with you. Sure. But Attack on Titans get me into like the more... Japanese heavy 
shit. Um, you know, Cowboy Bebop's up on S tier for me. So, but Attack on Titan, I mean, really good. And apparently this week is the last episode ever of Attack on Titan that's premiering. So I'm going to be binging it right up through what is, event, I guess, the end of the series completely. So good timing, not intentional, but apparently good timing. Um, last week, uh, I watched, or, uh, yeah, late last week, last weekend, I watched The Greatest Showman. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to do it to you, but. Yeah, um, really good movie. Don't care yeah, about musicals. If you're, if you're into musicals, this is a good one. Uh, I mean, listen, Wolverine, bud. I mean, it's also got the dude from Panic of the Disco. I think he sings like the the actual the uh, the theme, right? He, he does, yeah. Brendan uh, Brendan Murray. This yep. is the greatest show. Yeah, he's in it. Zach Efron is actually super good in this movie. Uh, I like Zach Efron. You know, I'm I'm gonna put it out there. You can revoke the man card if you want to because of no, the high school musical shit. But no, like everything else that Zach Efron's been in, he's awesome. You and in. my wife both. I'm just saying, if she wants to come over and watch a movie like Greatest Showman, we'll we'll cue it up. You know what I mean? She can bring the malted beers. You can fucking play uh, Pirates in the Bedroom. I don't, I don't give a fuck. Um, I also watched a movie uh, recommended by a friend of the show, uh, Guacamole Lover, that is Promising Young Woman. I've heard very good things about Promising Young Woman. Yeah. Where'd you so watch she's, that at? Is that on Amazon? So here's the deal is... Um, she is like one of those people that likes to watch the Oscar noms. Like she wants yeah, to yeah. see all of the Oscar usually, noms. Usually so she rented it and she's like, yo, I got, I got the thing. You want to, you want to borrow it and you can just like drop it off at the red box. First of all, didn't really understand that red box was still a thing. Right. Yeah. We just so, did red box. We just did red box last week. Yeah. Kids. It was uh it was a DVD. Right. So like, oh, yeah. um, problem was that, the DVD did not want to work in the Xbox Series X. It's probably like think, this is not. I think there's something about like a 15 year difference in compatible yeah. technologies. <laughs> this technology does not exist in what I'm running. Currently. Yeah, so I finally got it to like boot up to the title, and I was like, "This is stupidly pixelated, right?" So I was like, "You know what?" I kind of she sold me on it. I was kind of intrigued, so I spent like the five bucks and rented it on iTunes. Sure. Um, yeah, and it was a really good movie. It's fucked up and. Definitely a kind of a mind fucky movie sure. where stuff happens and you're not really sure what it's one of those movies that we've talked about before where like you don't really get it until you watch the entire thing. You know what I mean? So it was really good though. Definitely worthy of the Oscar praise. Don't know that I would sit down and watch it again necessarily. Uh, kind of a psychological thriller, but so also played uh, or did play played Minecraft. Me and Ted have been on the Minecraft kick and got to tell you like, for a game, it's just fun to fuck around in. Minecraft is it. Um, played uh, Valheim a little bit more. That game's been good. Um, kind of bide my time, honestly, for a game that you and I played together that comes out next week. Uh, April 1st. Outriders. Outriders. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. I've been thinking about that game a little bit, right? So I'm kind of in game on pass, Outriders. Maybe. Yeah, Game Pass. I ain't going to worry Not about that. Not probably going to play it on Game Pass. I think... I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know, man. It's going to be hard to want to spend 60 bucks on PC to play it when I can play it on Game Pass. When you can play it on Game, like that's just, you have a Series X, just play it there. All right. Don't be stupid about this. Like you have a fucking Series (laughs) X. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'll decide if I want to spend 60 bucks. I keep trying to buy a Series X. Can't find one. 
I haven't been too up on P- PS5, so I've tried to find. I tried to buy a Series X three or four different times. If you see alerts for PS5s, like let me know. And I just I try to buy them because I know I know somebody will eventually. I'm there. Like I'll do it. You know, right. I wanted I want a digital version personally if you can get it. But uh, anyway, there's that. And then you know to wrap it up, we've been burying the lead the entire show. You and I have been fucking sailing them seas, bud. Listen, here's the deal. I'm just trying to let you know right now, like. This There's game, a reason this game won multiplayer of the year for us last year. Sea of Thieves just fucking wrecks, bud. Like it's, it's just, so good. It's such a stupid fun time. I mean, just the it is. You're achieving nothing and so much you, at the same time. You are like so as a kid growing up, right? Like we just played like the imagination game, right? So you would just like right. come up with shit and you would just do stupid stuff and it would be that, right? Sea of Thieves is that, but with a setting. So like. We're just two dipshits jumping on a ship, not knowing what we're doing, going and finding treasure. But the fun we have along the way and just the dumb shit we'd say or do or dance or sleep on the, on you know what I mean? Or right. show you the map. Like there's <laughs> just, a, there's just a this dumb, island right here. Tony, look, Tony, Tony, yeah. look, it's this one right here. Um, mm. There's just such a good time to be like the coconut. Or white. Like I turn around and you got your fucking sword out staring at me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> come come get cut bud <laughs> just the amount of ridiculousness that goes into that game um really really adds to the fun the coconut I, does not care for watching it because she doesn't <laughs> get it and there's no winning right but yeah, i really yeah. enjoy like you know last like last time we went to like, like eight fucking islands and got a bunch of treasure like that was really stupid and cool we found a fucking treasure vault like and we yeah, didn't understand yeah, it yeah, but we, yeah, we yeah. found a treasure vault and got a bunch of treasure um there's a lot of fun to be had in that game. You know, the beauty of it is that we don't fucking understand some of the mechanics. Nope, like, not at all. So, like, you know, we're not even scratching the surface of what this game could be. Like, there are these, or like, offering, you know there's, I mean? like, these big storms. There's these raids with ghost ships. There's these, like, tornado, red tornadoes and yellow tornado things. And it's like, we don't know even know, we don't know anything about what the fuck's going on nope. with any of that. We're just like... Hey, can we get this mission that probably we're wasting our fucking time on getting like a tenth think, of the gold we could be getting elsewhere? I was gonna say I don't think that we've done any meaningful quests on that game. Like they take so like, long. They they're like two to three hour. But I want to say like those have definitely save points or stopping points that we haven't explored. Um, yeah. There's research to be done, but I truly just love jumping in and being like, hey, there's we have to take this. <laughs> we gotta. Go catch these chickens. We gotta go take this yeah, yeah. crate of those it, hot spices over here. It comes in this roller coaster wave. Like I'm, I'm definitely to the point where, like, it, I would say I would commit here on the show, 90th episode of the DTS podcast. If you want to put some effort into researching, like what we need to do, do what we do do, you know, whether it's a, a story mission or something like that. Like I'm down I'm if in. you want to play some. I'm down if you want to play some story stuff. I'm in because I know that as fun as it is, right, and just the good general times. There's more. I'm gonna to get be... burnt out with like go grab this, pl- go take these plants to this person or go get these chickens. Like it's eventually gonna get a little grindy because you don't feel like you're actually getting anything. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, I want to like when we walked into that that cave thing last night with the treasure vault or whatever, and it was like fucking mounds and mounds of gold. I was like, yo, lit. This is it. It Take me. Super cool. Turn me up, daddy. You know, so I was I was in. But 
Like I'm there, dude. Like I, I'm there. Yeah, I'm with I, you. I, I want to play this every time. night. I'm having a great time playing right now. What are uh, what are the walk-ons here, man? Um, I got a walk-on right here for you, but it's more of a visual walk-on. Uh, Twitter right now is doing this thing where it's like, stop crying, it's just a game. And then it's like hmm. the game, and then it shows a picture of like the game and like why you'd be crying or whatever. It's You know, it's just kind of like a funny meme thing. Yeah. Um, this is the one that Austin Creed just shared. Like, okay, this, one, this is a good one he shared. Stop crying, it's just a game. And then the picture, and then it says the game, and the picture is... Ghost of Tsushima, sure. right? Okay, okay under, understandable. Um, pr- that shit's pretty emotional when you're with that old bitch who thinks she's your dad and like, hey, I love you, whatever. Right. Then somebody posted. Who's put th- up? Who's put up? Joel getting offed? No, I don't know about that, but somebody tweeted underneath that. Stop crying. It's just a game, and then the game, and it's a picture of the game. <laughs> the game <AAA>. crying. <laughs> he's okay. also crying though. So like, that's okay. pretty. That's he's, pretty. He's good. probably listening to Lemmy sing him in at uh, <laughs> WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. Um, other good walk-ons. I mean, we're a couple of, like a weekish away from uh, baseball season. Tony, pretty excited Kick about that. Up, yeah. Um, Te- teaser for maybe not next week, but maybe the week after we still got to, we got to do whether we do a tier list or we do uh, uh, a bracket, we got to go through the greatest WrestleMania entrances of all time. Oh yeah. You got to cook that up. Sure. Yep. Um, yeah. Suicide squad trailer tomorrow. Pretty excited about that. Pretty hype. New, new, uh, new Falcon winter soldier tomorrow. Pretty hype about that. Uh, Kong um, and Godzilla comes out next week. Probably won't watch it before the pod, but it is on my docket of things to do to watch at least the Godzilla movies because there's been two of those, right? Yeah, Godzilla, Godzilla and, and then Godzilla King of the, King of the Monsters, both yeah. lit movies. And which one? Because one of those also have has Ken Watanabe from Inception, and in. is that the first? He's one? in both. Yeah. Is he in both? Okay. He's in the second one more. The first one's Brian Cranston heavy, okay. um, which is. Weird. The first one's good. The second one, I think, is better. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, if you're looking for kind of the story beat, it's the first one with, with Brian Cranston, and then the second one, you get Ken Watanabe, and you get, like, all of the major titans. You know what I mean? Like, that's really where they brought the MonsterVerse together. So, but yeah. Now, now here's the that's thing the is, one that you need to watch for next week. To be honest, the the Godzilla versus Kong. This isn't like a. It's a this isn't a King Kong that we've seen before. Technically, right? This is just no. Kong. This is the Kong from the most recent Kong Skull Island. This is from Kong Skull Island, the one yeah, that they had. Uh, uh, fucking Loki in. Yep. Yep. Okay. I didn't see that either. So that's a good movie too. Was it? Okay. Yeah. Right. This isn't like Jack Black Kong. This is right. This isn't. This isn't. Uh, Peter Jackson Kong. No, this isn't like fill up uh, a theater stage Kong. This is like fill up a city block big Kong. Got it. You know what I mean? Kong Skull Island. That was, uh, yeah, um, Tom Hiddleston, Sam Jackson, John Goodman, Brie Larson. Yep. That whole crew. John C. Riley. Yep. John C. Riley definitely was the crazy kooky guy that got, he was uh, uh, abandoned in a mission to find Kong like years earlier. And then he got wrapped up with like the Aborigine tribes. He plays a really good character, but yeah, I mean like honestly before next week and it's going to, we know it's going to take you a few days cause you're a little bitch. You need to watch Kong King of the Mon- or uh, Godzilla King Godzilla. of the Monsters. I got it on iTunes. If you need to watch it, I think it's probably on Netflix. I don't, I don't really Pretty know. Pretty sure it's on HBO. Considering oh Netflix. yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, I would like to check this out for sure. That kind of wraps it up for me, man. Any other walk-ons? I mean, I just gave you all the walk-ons. You didn't even have one. I I brought at least something to it. I know. 
for sure. Um, I don't want to. I can't think of it off the top not, of my head. Listen, but. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to put the man down. You know what I mean? I got to get my driver's license renewed Saturday morning at seven thirty in Ankeny. Absolutely. So. Oh, because hey, that yes. was that was literally the earliest. That was like literally the time available to schedule. And I couldn't. I couldn't renew my license in a kiosk because I did that last time. Apparently, you can't do it two times in a row. So I went to. Went to the Warren County uh, City Hall building, right, one day when I was off last Friday. Uh, walk up to the door, and they got this nice big sign of, like, here's the services that we're offering during COVID. And, of course, the thing that you would think to go there for is your driver's license. And guess what? No walk-ins accepted. Uh, and also, when you go online to just do an appointment, can't do it there because for reasons. I don't know. So, yeah, I had a, I got I to gotta get up probably, like, 630 in the morning to drive to Ankeny to be there at 7.30 to hopefully not be there fucking very long at all and uh, leave, come back home. Uh, Tony, I stopped breathing 72 times an hour at night. Why do How's you... That's st- uh, not really... The question isn't really, like, why you stop breathing. It's like, why do you have to continue to start breathing? <laughs> I don't know life, I guess. <laughs> um, you're, really, you're really dying to live and living to die there, bud. It's, I mean, one breath at a time or yeah. not breath. Every breath uh, you take, I'll be watching true, you. True, you know? That's how the wife felt. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. I got to get this CPAP machine. They're calling that in, and then they want me to do a sleep study. We've been talking about study. the CPAP machine for a while. I've been yeah. on you for like two years. They, like, they want to the to point do- that I volunteered to like buy you one. They they want me to do an in like an in place sleep study as well overnight yeah and on top of like once I get a CPAP that way they can f- specifically regulate it to me um, yeah. again the problem is I try to sleep on my back Tony and I can't you I'm get a used stomach to it sleeper I'm a stomach sleeper um I kind of am too and so like I'm I'm here to give you like the the mask that they're gonna originally set you up with is like. The like full a Bane one. mask, yeah, you know I what I mean? Yeah, I'm gonna, she's like, don't tell... She's like, just tell them that you want this one. I want the nose just, pillows. Just the... Yeah. That's So I don't even have one that goes over my mouth. I have one that it's goes just, on my nose. Right. Um, and that has... I still stop breathing like a couple times an hour, but sure. I was at like 30 or 40, you know? So... Oh. Um, and you got to go back. You got to go back to the the uh, respiratory therapy uh, rheumatologist, or I can't think of what they're called, but uh, pulmonary doctor every yep, couple of years so that you can yep. get your prescription re-upped or whatever. And yeah, I mean the machine, at least the ones that I have, they're they're like satellite based, so they they send can tell info, what's going on. Yeah, 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 back and forth. It's all dynamic. They can adjust your pressure. They can adjust. Uh, the humidity and all that stuff. So, but I got to tell you one thing: you're going to be a big buyer of uh, old gallons of distilled water. So, is that what start, it is? Yep. You got to. You can't use tap water, dude. It fucks your machine up, and uh, actually, actually, dramatically increases the chance that you will get uh, infections and and potentially like lead poisoning and shit like that. Wow. So, distilled uh, water, huh? Yep. Got to be distilled water. More worried about the cats just going to town on this thing. No, I mean. I had a machine at, like I said, at Carly's house, and your cat died, and you couldn't fit it in a box. Fuck off. Yeah, you know what? Probably the machine's fault, <laughs> right? I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, you bring it that way. We out here. We're, I'm way out here. <laughs> Don't you fucking dare laugh during the outro. <laughs> <laughs>